player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody and welcome to episode 126 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm on your host here, Kevin, along with my brother from my other mother, Nick Schifani is here, ladies and gentlemen. Again, reigning champ, reigning champ, brought out from uh, not wrestling this time. Did you get every pick right? No. No? Uh, I was really close. Then you got five out of six right or yeah, something. Okay. Yeah, I got really close. Yeah, because we all yeah. got Seth. By the way, you also have a lot of brothers from other mothers. I, I have lots of nerdy brothers. You need to you need to check some, like something in the data bank. Mom, <laughs> mom. Yeah. Uh, Sean is still out. Normally, if you haven't tuned in here in the last few weeks, if you didn't know, Sean had a baby. He didn't have the baby. Brittany had the baby. Um, he's still enjoying life at home, getting used to being a dad. He's definitely getting used to it. Is he? <laughs> his, yeah. His gif the other day yeah, was. Yeah, I know. Stop. Stop pooping. pooping. I, was I was like, like just wait. That's, just that's fatherhood. And he's like, just wait till like, you're like, please poop. <laughs> I need you to poop. When they like get filled up. We had yeah. that with Noah. Sorry, Noah. If you're watching this in the future sometime. Noah one future time Noah. when he was like two or something, like he didn't go for like a week or yeah. something. And we went and had to go get like a CT scan. And oh, yeah. like, he is so backed up. And uh, when If James doesn't <sighs> potty, uh, the number two, Summer will have to give him um, a suppository. Oh, yeah. But it's liquid form. Yeah. And she's got to spray it up there. So now... He tries the poop, and because he he'll say no poop medicine or no booty medicine. That's what it is. <laughs> he doesn't want booty medicine. <laughs> I wouldn't either, little when we guy. We say like, do you have to have some medicine? Uh, he says medicine for my mouth, not my not booty. My <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so now he knows he needs a poop. Uh, it's episode one hundred twenty-six of the two player Starting co-op great. <laughs> poop cast. Uh, if this is the first time you're seeing us, like I said, Sean's out. He may be back next week. We. I, this weekend's crazy because Jess is going to be out of town. Speaking of me being out of town, now she's going to be out of town for a weekend, so I get to figure out life as a single dad of four. Um, so if we do podcast next week, I hope Sean, I think he'll be back, um, but it'll probably go up later next week, so just don't freak out. think we missed a week. And then the week after that, I don't know what's going on. I got a gymnastics meet to go to in Knoxville. It's a state meet for Nick. So I have no idea what's going to happen that week and how long we're going to be gone. So stay tuned. Just check us on Twitter. We'll, uh, we'll there. Remind me to ask you something about Nick's gymnastics <laughs> off camera. I don't want to get into the whole. We'll do. Hit the comment section down below and remind me in case I forget because yeah. my memory is I only ask it because as a former cheerleader, I've, I've just got questions about like what his future plans are going forward. So anyways, we'll talk about it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but if this is the first time you're seeing us, hopefully you're watching us at youtube.com slash two player co-op or you're watching us at nerd901.com. But either way, make sure you hit the subscribe button, hit the like button on the video, hit the little bell so you get notified every time we post a video. We got to do everything we can to fight YouTube's algorithms because we're not monetized and that whole all that fun stuff. Even if you only listen to us on audio services around the globe, it would mean the world if you could go over to youtube.com slash two player co-op and hit that subscribe button. <sighs> <laughs> I got a little lightheaded there. Yeah, figured. Uh, we do have a merch store as well, which you can check out at teespring.com slash stores slash two-player co-op. Hopefully, I remembered to put it right here. Uh, and we have a Twitch channel, but we, we might actually stream on that this weekend at twitch.tv slash two-player underscore co-op. Sean and I were thinking about doing something, and this Saturday night might be fun, so just kind of yeah. stay tuned to that. Um, <laughs> GTA yeah. Online. Is that what you're thinking about? I think so. Yeah. Because we can do the party chat with it and stuff. It'll just be my gameplay or his gameplay, whoever broadcasts it. But it'll, who cares? We all do picture in picture or we all just do just the game and just voice behind game. it? Because I'll be inside and the lighting's horrible. Yeah. Again, we don't have internet here in the recording studio. Hey, speaking of not having internet in the recording studio, last week I put up episode 125 with at Lefty Logie himself, Logan Wilkinson. It was a nice, long-ranging, wide, 
long ranging, wide ranging conversation about all things video games. I had to record that inside because we have actually have internet in the house. Uh, But if you didn't see episode 125, go back and check it out. Had a lot of fun. Great job. It was a lot of fun. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, So as wrestling fans, we're coming off a pretty good high here in the last half hour or so. We're recording this Monday night. Roman Reigns is, I, I guess you can't say cancer free. But he is yeah, in remission. He's in remission. So, and he, he's, so he's he fought it off. And he kicked cancer's ass like we knew yep. he would. It's yep. just like, I will never boo that man again, <laughs> ever. I don't care. Even if you try to make him a heel or you just put him in the absolute I don't worst know if they can a while. No. Yeah. He, he, now, after this, which is, it's weird to even say that, but he's in Cena territory now. They Now, even if they ever did want to turn him, like yeah. they kind of teased it after he beat Undertaker and he did, this is my yard, and then they never followed up on it. Um you can't now. Yeah, I you mean, and, and you got to think about it. And by the way, cheers to you, Roman Reigns. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I've, I've told this story before. When I went to WrestleMania last year, like we walked out in the main event, and it's not because it was Roman. I've never, I would never walk out of a Roman main event or a Roman event uh, match. Period. Yeah, it was just you know my steaming hatred for for Brock Lesnar. So I was just like, I, what's I, even if Roman won? I'm sure that'd be a cool thing to see, but I. Just don't want to see a Brock Lesnar match anymore. So and just imagine if you would have stayed for the end, and then you're like, "What the? And then he, what? And then, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because that's, that's what it was. It was like, okay, everyone assumes Roman's going to win. It's a Brock Lesnar match. I don't care. I hadn't eaten since 11:30 that yeah. morning, uh, and so we were really ready to go. Eight hours of wrestling in one spot with two pee breaks is a lot of wrestling. I don't think I could do it. No, it was tough. I, don't think I, could I went it. one time, and I think I'm done. I don't think I don't know if I'll ever go again. But you've been at least you've been to right, WrestleMania. Right, at some right, point, right. I still need to get there when the kids yeah. get a little. Rumble will be f- my next one probably, oh, that'd be awesome, or, yeah. or SummerSlam. But we'll see. But we're um, here to talk video games. Yes. Um, so I've only been playing old games, but Nick has played a very new game, and I want to talk yeah. to him about that. Nick, yeah. tell me about Anthem. I thought you meant uh, Kingdom Hearts One. That one too. <laughs> we'll get to that. I cannot. That I really can't wait to hear. As someone who I've never yeah. played a second of it, I had so to get to get your thoughts going yeah. in completely blind and playing it for the first time, I'm very yeah. I've, I've played. I've been playing like normally. I don't play. This is kind of a down period for me, you know, because like last year we were waiting for God of War to roll up on this. This this time last mm-hmm. year we're getting to kind of there, and then the year before that we were waiting for Horizon to kind of roll up on us. So I would always just kind of like go back and play kind of old games, like you said, whether it be just kind of like playing around. Uh, WWE or Call of Duty from the year prior or just kind of just messing around different stuff. But this year I'm actually on a path of new games, so to speak, with Apex Legends and Anthem. Uh, so starting with Anthem is what you want to go sure. start with. I've, I'm, I'm having, I mean, I really am having a blast with this game. And now granted, you know, I said it the other night in a tweet, uh, I did have twice where the game like not crashed but essentially did because I just couldn't get back to the doorway and you can I couldn't continue through a mission because I couldn't go through the door so I had to jump out of the mission um rest- t- I go back to the main screen and then hit resume and then go back to the mission it was pretty not it wasn't like it was really far and I could go into it awfully quick yeah and then went to the doorway and then at the end of that mission you discover the new place called the launch bay which is basically a quick access to the forge which is where you create your javelin and, and customize it in a shop and uh contracts which is basically the you know different side missions or whatever so then there's a massive 
two-way door to go through there and I couldn't go through there and it was me and probably like 15 other online people and not really having like an interaction with them but we're all just standing around this door just like when is this Please thing going to open and so people are shooting at it and firing at it and just running around and like is there like are you supposed to you know because it's like a quick tutorial of like here's your shop here's where you make your javelin here's where you can do online buying uh, because of those of course there's microtransactions but yeah. nothing but there it's I think to an extent EA maybe like learn their lesson. It's all yeah, cosmetic. It's all that's what I thought. Yeah. Um so it's not like it's progressing the story. Um uh, so like and so there's different spots. So I thought I was like, okay, maybe I have to see a different spot before the door will open for some reason. Right. <laughs> Even though that's like a two thousand and nine type thing. Didn't hit the 19. checkpoint, you gotta run over there. Right. So yeah. did that, didn't happen, so had to exile the game. And then I was playing online uh with the homie Melanie Clink. And her husband Jacob and a friend of theirs, and we did this f- the free play because there's there's a main mission, side mission ish type thing, and then uh, strongholds which I haven't gotten to yet, and then free mission, free okay. play. And so free play, you can just just roam the world and open different little treasure boxes and do little uh, world events, and just really kind of like that's a good place to kind of like learn your character and what your javelin can do, mm-hmm. kind of upgrade it and get more things, uh, whether they're different guns or abilities because you fight off all types of different monsters and uh, enemies. So we did probably about 45 minutes worth of free play. Excuse me. And getting a bunch of treasure and getting a whole bunch of loots, different rare items, different common items, all types of different stuff. And then I went to, like, I was going to drop out of the game and let them be playing and handle, you know, I was uh, just uh, playing single dad that day with Summer being at work. And going into the menu, the the pause menu was really slow and laggish. So I was like, oh, Here no, oh, no, no, no. And so Melody's like, look, look, I'll just end the whole free play so hopefully everyone can get their loot. So they're... I hear them on the headphone going, oh, cool, oh, cool, oh, cool. You know, just saying, and I'm still in the loading screen. I was like, oh, ish, this is not good. And so then it just, it just crashed. And I was like... And they're like, well, hopefully you get your stuff back. And I was like, hopefully so. And then I fired it up last night after the Oscars, and it just wouldn't even connect. Really? Yeah, so I haven't tried it when I got home. So outside of those issues, I know I'm focusing as much as, like, oh, I love this game, and I'm focusing on the bad, but I wanted to get that out of the yeah. way because that's what that, I think, is the the big thing people are learning about this, this game is crashing. But, you know, to be fair, it was launch weekend for a game that – I know it was a week earlier on PC, but now it's the full access thing. Get the chart so, out. Yeah, get the chart. You get the EA chart out. But uh, it very much is everything you've heard about feeling like an Iron Man. Okay. Uh, it's still, I think it's still a little clanky as far as the controls. They don't just like break down on you, but you have to kind of get used to it. You know, you're sprinting, and the next thing you know, you're, you're trying to fly. And I, something I didn't know going into it is like the suit can. Uh, run out of juice basically it overheats so I don't know if that's like something that as you progress you can have like a, a longer fly time yeah but you have to like you can't fly the entirety of the game which makes sense because that would seem a little too OP but it's been a lot of fun I'm playing with the interceptor class which is kind of the slender more agile one comparatively to like the Colossus which is obviously as yeah. the name says is huge and then there's a ranger and that's kind of like mid-tier and then there's the storm, and I think that's kind of like the almost like the wizard magic one. It's got like magic abilities, but 
so the the interceptor is really like i said agile nimble and so you are more melee based attack than shooting which is good because as much as i play first person shooters i'm not that great at third person shooters really see yeah. I'm, I'm the complete opposite yeah I, I love my third person shooters well i think I've said many times i just i just suck at first person yeah shooters. i think for me is someone who's blind as a bat third person shooters you only get so far of a depth yeah you know zooming in whereas first person you're getting like you know really zoomed in, so I think that may have something to do with it, or I'm just crazy. I don't know. But so being playing with the interceptor, I use a lot of melees. But it is, I mean, it looks like you're inside. Like you've seen videos of like WoW or um, Magic, or maybe not Magic the Gathering, but like or Smite or whatever, or very like MMO likewise, where it's mm-hmm. top down. Yeah, and there's a bunch of chaos going on. It's like that, but you're in the middle of it. So like I don't, at one point you're, I'm just slashing and I'm like I don't like, know who I'm are slashing. you on my team I don't <laughs> yeah. know luckily there's no friendly fire because I could have killed Mel and Jacob like 14 different times so you're just slashing all over the place but it's really cool like and each character has like an ultimate I don't know what the what the Colossus and the Storm are but for the Ranger it's basically like a Iron Man slash War Machine oh, napalm nice. strike that comes right out of the shoulder and blows That's everyone awesome. and then with the Interceptor it's like like heated wolverine claws and Holy you're just going crap. crazy and you're un, you're invincible too so like for the it's probably about 15 seconds yeah. and you're just like welling on everyone it's it's super cool berserker barrage yeah it really is like a berserker barrage That's freaking it's, awesome. it's a lot of fun and um i'm not too fairly far through the story yet i did hear that it's not very long story-wise but that, that's kind of upsetting because bioware yeah. i know in the past i've never played the mass effect games but Adam did. I'm, I assume you and or Sean I did. did. That's that's the one like RPG series, at least I guess at least the first two that I feel like I missed out on. Yeah. I don't care anything about Andromeda because I've just heard nothing but horrible things about that. But like it's when I think of RPGs not appealing to me, it's just really it's the turn based RPGs. Yeah. I just can't do turn based gameplay. I've tried. Yeah. I can't do it. But Mass Effect is the one I've always been like. I think I really missed out on. Yeah, that. it's kind of more westernized. Yeah, yeah. Did Did Sean play the Mass Effect games? He might have played the first one. I okay. want to say, but he didn't. I know he didn't play the whole trilogy. Yeah, Adam. Adam loved the trilogy. Um, and he he played them a lot. And when we lived together, I watched them, and they were a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Plus, you know, space boinking. So, yeah. um, but so for a Bioware game, for everything I heard, that doesn't have that much of a story. So hopefully, they'll you know add on. Whether it be free DLC yeah. or not, but it's a lot of fun, and, and and it's the cool thing of going into it is obviously like much like these, like Destiny and games of services or anything like customization is really the one of the fun parts that I am I enjoyed, and so any chance I get the opportunity to play as a female uh, protagonist, I will. On top of I name I always name the female protagonist after my wife Summer, just because you know not to get sappy here for a moment, but I wouldn't be where I am today without her. Right. So like it's not like. I'm sure I don't know what level she appreciates me character, you know, customizing her as yeah. video game plays, but it's kind of like I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing because of her. So in the support that she does give me, but so, uh, so I created the woman redhead named her summer and you you can, you have up to five javelins that you can customize of just the one sec. So like okay. I can, I can open it. I'll I think at level eight, I can <clears> open <throat> another category of javelin which is the suit you're in, by the way. I'm sorry if I didn't uh, say that earlier. Yeah. But you can you can have five different like loadouts. So the first one I did was called, I called ECMO 1, much like Tony Stark's Mark 1. Nice. But Summer runs the ECMO pump for the LeBoner. Nice. And so uh, I made that one kind of Spider-Man colors. And then the second one I named 
preceptor because Summer's other job at work is precepting the new trainees at Labonner as well. And I made, I made those more of a Mississippi state colors because that's her alma mater. So she's like, okay, that's kind of cool. Like she's right. like, she was like, she was seeing this and like, okay, that's kind of cool. Like she's like starting to understand like yeah, how, that's cool. how cool video games can be. Um, so I'm not too, I can't give you too much of a deep dive in the story cause I haven't gotten there, but it seems like it's going to be like just a all out blow your mind rock fest getting towards the end of, as you like kind of build yourself up and get more abilities and open more javelins to your expense. And there's the, the, the NPCs in this game, the non-playable characters are some of the most, uh, adorable and kind of like down to earth NPCs in most of these games, you know, they're always kind of uh, a little over the top or whatever. And there is one that's a little over the top. His name, Owen, he's like your guy. He's like your man in the chair. Okay. Take a Spider-Man reference uh, type of guy, but, but he, and he's kind of wonky because apparently like they're called ciphers. And every time they do a cipher test, like they, <coughs> they, they pull something out of you that like, they're just like, they don't like physically pull something yeah. out of you, but like leaves you a in a state. You, yeah, yeah. Leaves you in a state of like just kind of just being out of touch almost. Yeah. And so he's, he's really fun to be around and uh, just different people as you meet. So, I mean, yeah, I'm having tons of fun with the game. I, I wanted to play so much today. Like I wish it would be, there's no way that game could run on switch. At least I don't think so. But if it could be, I mean, I would yeah. have been playing it during lunch break. <laughs> yeah. So what I heard, so I was listening to the, the games cast today and Fran did his review he said overall he really likes it. It seems like he's it's what I've heard from him and a lot of people is it's more just like a skeleton now that you can see the potential for yeah. where it's going to get yeah. like all these games do. Um and Schreier put out an article over the weekend, I think, that was basically hinting at that like EA made them get this out now. It was like, I mean, of course, right? You had I mean, to just get this. We need this probably before the Q one ends or whatever. Yeah. This is when it's coming out, fix the rest of it later. I mean, for, I mean that's kind of the mo for them yeah. right you know for ea but i mean because there's no way bioware would just put a skeleton game right out. yeah well and f- so fran was saying the story starts off awesome it dips in the middle and then the end is awesome okay he said it's about 12 hours if you just mainline it or if you do some side stuff here and there it's about 20 okay, hours that's not which bad. is which is that's that's what i'm talking about now yeah. if i do end up getting this game that's what i'm going to get it for is the story and after everything's patched and all the crashes are fixed and stuff a 20-hour story that's perfect. That's perfect. That's I mean, exactly Spider-Man. What I want. Spider-Man wasn't mo- yep. much more than that, anyways. But you know, but it was a full-fledged game um, coming out. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I am having a lot of fun with this, and I was worried because I was not a big Destiny fan. That's what I was going to ask: is if you played Destiny? Because I couldn't remember. I that. I played Destiny, Vanilla Destiny, like right off the bat. Okay. Same thing with uh, gosh, what was that game? Where it was like four people and you hunt, hunted a monster. Oh, Evolve. Evolve. I was like on the Evolve train showing my buddies like, dude, this game's going to be so awesome. In fact, I think it was one of the first games of services I played. Um, and then, the, yeah, then there just wasn't anything there. It was, yeah. not, it was just not a fleshed out game. Obviously, no story doesn't help with that. But at the same time, it was just really repetitive. Yeah. Uh, so Vanilla Destiny, I played a little bit of it. And I was like, this is just not for me because you had to be in a party to kind of feel yeah. like you're in. But I mean, but at the same time, that being said, like I loved, uh, the first division, mm-hmm. but again, it was got to the point where you have a, you know, you have a child and you can't really get into the games of services. And the next thing you know, like, okay, I've got a chance to jump in here. Well, your the, your group is at level 42 and you're at yeah. level three. So then they're dragging your ass through it. Right. And then that's just no fun. And then they got to come down. But luckily I have a good amount of friends like online, uh, 
what's up grand box that like they don't mind going down to my level because it's like oh it's cool to like replay it and yeah. Yeah, we're a little more op but we'll let you do you do most most of it so that way you get the maximum xp right um with for some reason with anthem i've played with a bunch of randos but it wasn't feeling like they were we were all the same level size and no one was carrying through the one and it was really kind of an unspoken agreement like all right we're gonna go over here and it, it showed like where you wanted to go instead of just like here's the open world which i felt like destiny was it was like are right, yeah. you gonna go over here or, or go over here where if you're doing a story mission like you're 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 stuck on the story mission so yeah. you've got to eventually get through it right um not where everyone's going off the same and then at the same time when you're collecting loot somehow they're able you know they're doing they did a good enough job to where like every person in the party gets that piece of loot okay yeah i did yeah i did hear that from somebody that they they make it it's not clear. like yeah it's not like everyone's rushing over there to get yeah. the loot and steal it from someone else it's like everyone is getting their portion of the loot right like i see my kids doing in Fortnite every time they kill yeah. somebody yeah it's like, dude that was my kill why right. are you taking my ammo blah 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 right right or like how i did in apex legend the other day that nice someone's i was staying over a gun about to pick it up and someone rushed over there, grabbed it and walked away. And I was like, you in Oh, I thought you meant you did it. No, I did not do it to someone else. They did to me. And so I had a grenade and I threw it and killed him. (laughs) So, you know, don't F with my guns. Don't, don't mess with them. We we don't bluff. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I've had, I've had a lot of fun with it and like, uh, I don't have to go into work early tomorrow. So I'm like, when I get home, I might fire it up and see if it works. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, if like some, what if this game like crashed so hard, that it's just dead. That it's just dead. Like, I don't know how that would My work for an online game, on. but oh, uh, yeah, God. yeah. No, you'll always be able to get... The only thing I would worry about that is just when the save... Does does it do a lot of auto-saving and stuff? Have you noticed? It's got to because uh, my kid popped out the disc the oh, other day. Oh, that's right. Yeah, James popped out the disc the other day, and I was like, oh, well, there goes all that progression. <laughs> but, it, I, you know, I gave it some time. I actually rebooted the Xbox just to make sure. Yeah. And then popped the disc back in, and it was like resume play, and I wasn't like... At, start of where i where he popped it out of but i wasn't like back to the it wasn't like two hours because i was like halfway through the first mission in the entire game and you go through probably about 30 minutes of something before i got to where i was maybe even 45 and that's a great i have to do all this over again but i was right back to where okay yeah i'm definitely intrigued by it it seems like like the games as a service is not for me like i did i bought destiny 2 last year when it was on sale to amazon for 10 bucks i was like what the hell i might as well Mm -hmm. because destiny 1 all i did was i played the beta and it just didn't click for me Destiny Two is ten bucks. I said I'll get into it. I really liked it when I played it. I just like the I just like playing the game solo. Well, did it like go just, on sale for ten bucks, and then a month later it came out free on PlayStation? Yes. <laughs> yep. It did. <laughs> Thanks, Sony. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean, I I love the mechanics. It felt good and everything. And then randomly, you'd have people jump into your game, and then there'd be an event going on. I'd go over there and help them defeat this one big enemy, and uh, I'd get yeah. loot, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. This is fun. And then I got distracted by something came out. I don't even remember what it was at this point last year. And I just never went back to it. But like, it felt so Resident good. Evil? No, this was... Was it Resident Evil last year? No, Resident Evil was two years ago. Oh, okay. But I don't remember what was... What was that? Uh, it might have been God of War. <laughs> that would have done it. It might have been like super March, early in the year. Yes, yeah. or whatever, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I'm definitely intrigued by it. I got scared off like I was tweeting you in Solar because the Metacritic was a 60. Yeah, Metal Gear Survive is a sixty. Yeah, I think. Come on, it cannot be Metal Gear Survive, people. Come on. I think that's we're just. I think we're too much into it. I mean, and that's the thing. Like, this is a game. It's the online game, game of services, and I think we're just uh, too much in the realm of like bitching and moaning all the time. To where if a game is not perfect when it comes out, you know what the hell. But 
It's an online based game. Yeah. And I and I think people have been Haven't they said they've got a ten year plan for it or something crazy? I don't, like I don't know. it was something like that. Or maybe it was five years or something. The game I mean, is going to go for a long time. And I understand because people were burned on not only Destiny One but Destiny yeah. Two. Uh Evolve, like we talked about earlier. And where there's the you know, there's the Fortnites and the Apex Legends and the Battle Royales are coming out and like really kicking butt, and then you've got games who should be like kind of a flesh and then you've got single player games like God of War Spider Man. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn. So then there's just kind of this middle of these games of services. You're like, okay, it's 2019. You could have gotten something like yeah. together by the time. And then, of course, if it is, you know, a small, meaty portion of a story when you're, you know, trying to play along, I'm sure that doesn't help to you. I, I mean, I personally would, if I, I don't do, you know, numbers for grading games or anything but if i were to give it anything i'd probably say like a 7.5 yeah that's where i feel with it and of course but of course i went in with not high expectations like i okay. knew i wanted to give it a try and maybe that's another portion that people gave went in with like oh there was definitely some know, people, people gave, built it up yeah, like people crazy built it up like crazy Bioware, because it's Bioware, it's, it's, yep. it's a you know it's an iron man suit of destiny yep. and all this stuff so they you know kind of build it up in their head and then it turned out to be what it is I went into it like I'm going to play the game because it looks interesting. It, the second that was like, oh, you feel like Iron Man? I was like, I'm in. Right. I don't care how bad the game is. Like I'm in, and I'll figure it out from there. Uh, that's all I needed to know. And then once I got deeper into like the customization and the world, the world was really cool, um, and the different little creatures that are around and what it's going to build into the story. Uh, I was like, okay, I kind of, I mean, I like this. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's not top tier. But it's. I also don't think it's like you said. But it's, it's not garbage. Yeah, also. it's not. I don't think Metal it's Gear garbage. Survive is garbage. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's garbage. I think it's a lot of fun. And if and just do what I do. Like with games that you're uncertain about, we have most places have a red box, and yeah. you can rent it for spend three, five bucks or whatever. Yeah, it is for two days. Seven, or whatever it seven dollars for three days. Is that all? It is? Yeah. And so play it, and then I was like, okay, I will purchase this game because yeah. if my money helps to go to furthering this game, sure, it's not fully fleshed out right now but i'll i'll purchase it and then six months down the line if it's more tuned up and we get some cool dlc yeah. to further the story or whatever's going to happen i'm down for that yeah and the yeah. other thing too is if you rent the game your save is on your console so if you so rent you just, it turn yeah, it back in yeah. then you buy it you pick right back That's up where exactly you were. my plan it's not like battery backups yeah. and cartridges back in the day no you can just pop right back and in where you were i mean i going. might go digital so my son doesn't pop out the disc anymore but that's exactly my plan yeah and yeah now i've spent seven dollars more than the actual like gaming price but i'd rather spend that seven to ten bucks knowing i want a game than yeah. doing what i did with <laughs> breath of the wild and buy a game and play for seven hours and never play it again you so. only put seven hours oh into yeah it? Oh, oh yeah it's not a good game oh i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i'm kidding i'm yeah. kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm adam's kidding. gonna bust and no, i'm wall. kidding i'm totally kidding I'm totally with kidding. sean on his back right yeah <laughs> sean. riding him like a bokoblin yeah no i'm just i'm totally kidding i know um that was probably like 45 seconds of me just apologizing about bro. You need to make it about 45 yeah. minutes. Yeah, no. Um, I'm definitely intrigued. Like I said, like I think this is one of those things where it feels like I'm going to monitor it over the next couple of months as all the updates come in and they patch stuff and they you do totally all this should, other yeah. stuff. And then when it goes down to inevitably 40 bucks here in a couple of months, that's probably like, okay. I, I think this sounds, like I said, I'm intrigued. It sounds like fun. Fix the other stuff. And I do want, I do want to play it. Yeah. I just don't want to spend... 60 bucks on it right now. I think what's this one of the crazy things about it is like, okay, here's here's uh, Anthem that EA just put out and it's 
so so and then they put out apex legends which i'm sure you were about to jump into as far as question wise and this game is literally it's not just like a bunch of gamers being oh cool another battle royale game it is like people who don't care about video games being like all right i'll try this and like holy crap this is a lot of fun so i said when i did my solo podcast two weeks ago now one of the things i said was it was right after apex legends had launched we knew it was like two and a half million people in 24 hours but we didn't know how big it would get i think or maybe they had already hit the 12 million number i can't remember what it was but i said this is so weird to me that two weeks before anthem comes out they just drop out of nowhere this battle royale game Mm -hmm. and it freaking takes off and i said then i was like this is weird are they worried about anthem is something going on and now it turns out that Again, it's not like a 95 on Metacritic or something. So there, there maybe EA was like, we know how good Respawn is and we know how good this Apex Legends is. I don't care what the timing is. And we, they've shown in the past they don't care about putting out Battlefield right next to whatever it was. Titanfall a couple yeah. years ago. And they said, the hell go with it. We'll make money off the microtransactions and stuff. But um, yeah, so as as the reviews started rolling in, I was like, "Huh, maybe Kevin was on to something." Yeah, we're I mean, worried about it. Yeah, they may they may have been. Um, obviously, we'll never know, but I I can't imagine that you know because maybe there's like good grace was like, "Oh yeah, we did kind of stumble at the finish with Anthem," but I mean, Apex Legends is kind of doing pretty good, guys. Yeah. I mean, we're not all so bad. Yeah. Um, I really hope Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order actually ends up coming out. I want to see what Respawn does for that. Yeah. I'm just so burned by all the Star Wars video games now that I don't have any confidence in anything ever happening. Right. And even if it happens, I don't have confidence it'll be good after what they did to Hennig and everything else. But Respawn obviously knows what they're doing. Yeah. I would like to see Fallen Order actually be a real game and yeah. hopefully a really good game as well. Yeah. I mean, Apex Legends is fun because I think someone was telling me today it was kind of like that game that was a hit and miss with a. Uh, Royal Ro- Ro- Realm Royale. Yeah, Realm Royale. Yeah, that's what it was. I couldn't remember the name of it, but they were like, I, was, I never played it, but I yeah, heard, I didn't yeah. either. But I was like, well, this battle royale game is really cool because people got abilities, and they were like, well, so does that game. And I was like, oh, yeah. Well, then it didn't catch on for some reason no. because it's not just you know the the battle royale mode about it, but it's each character has a specific ability. It's like they combined Overwatch exactly and Fire with- wa- Firewatch <laughs> Fortnite. I don't know why I did that, <laughs> but it's like they combined them, and yeah. then this whole the pinging system again. I've only played like that, four or five. That ping games. system is so cool yeah. and so uh, different because yeah, you could be and I I've only played with random people. Okay. In Apex Legends, I haven't played with anyone I, I I normally play with, but it has been helpful of the jump master being like, "We're going over here," mm-hmm. and I was like, "That seems like a bad <laughs> idea," but okay, you know. And then I was playing so new that I want to stick with the squad because I didn't was like, "All right, I'll go off on my own and." Get, killed immediately where i was like okay i'm with my squad and get killed immediately when i played it that's how i was i was like i'm not leaving your side yeah like at the first time i played it was like you're the jump master i said no no no, i'm not not. (laughs) somebody else take it that's 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 super cool about that game like being like you you jump out and it's like you're the jump master and you can go no 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 no, no, i don't don't think so yeah (laughs) i did the same thing i've done the same thing every time i've been the dutch master uh, dutch master the jump master i've re i've relinquished the that responsibility yep. of someone else. I was like, you get us killed. It's not going to be no, me. No, it's not going to be me. I, I'll, I'll get myself killed. Don't worry about that. Yeah. I don't want to kill the rest of y'all. Yeah. So that's, um, that's been a lot of fun. And I think you and uh, Logan spoke a little bit about that before. Yeah. And uh, Logan loves it. He's yeah. still, he's, I, I saw him tweeting last night. He's still, they got like second place five times or yeah. something. I'm oh, like, I'm gosh. sorry, man. It would drive me nuts. But I'm just not, I'm just not good enough for these games. And I'm like, 
like you say, you're blind. I just don't think I have reaction time anymore. It's like whenever I play these online shooters, it's like, I see you, I go to shoot you, I'm already dead. dead. Yeah. And it's just where my kids, are. every time they play Fortnite, they're getting at least three or four kills. They're getting victory royales and all this stuff. I'm like, you're 11 and eight. How are you this much <laughs> better than me? But then I think back to like like when we were kids, like yeah. my dad would... Couldn't figure out he could, Mario. He could play Mario a little bit. I remember my mom, I'll never forget, the first time she played it on Christmas morning, she She walked right in the Goomba, died, and she's like, well, I'm not doing this. And then yeah. the Tetris came out and she wrecked us all. But... It's like I remember like when I got good at sports video games and my dad would still play against me and I started to kick his butt and he'd get pissed and I'm like I now I know what it feels like. Right, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So I don't think yeah, I mean I, I you know if people are tuning in for some good Apex Legends conversation, I don't think this is where the podcast they need to listen to for it, but um I've had a lot of fun with that. Just the few matches that I've played, I can I can definitely see myself I was gonna. I plan on playing it this weekend, but I got so enthralled with Anthem yeah. that I just never even turned Apex Legends on. Yeah, should have last night when I realized that Anthem wasn't even gonna boot up. But I was like, nah, it was like it was like ten forty five. Your like, Xbox just exploded. Yeah, like, well, like, yeah, I'm not trying this anymore. Yep. yep. Uh, so what about this monstrosity that is Kingdom Hearts? Oh my gosh, dude. Uh, so I think I mean I got I clearly got caught up in the hype too with like Kingdom Hearts three coming out yeah. and this game being. Uh, where it is now, and I'm a huge Disney fan, yeah. so I was like, "Why did I never play these?" Oh yeah, because I hate RPGs at the time, and uh, turn based as well. But it's so funny, like, I mean, with turn based RPGs, you clearly need a, a crap more load strategy, yeah, than what the Western RPGs like, you know, uh, Final Fantasy 15 and, yep. and kind of like Kingdom Hearts one through three. But it's been a lot of fun, and it's funny. Watching Adam playing RPGs when we were growing up, like there, it it must have been like a, I don't know, a future Nick trying to tell me like to pay attention because I'm using you don't have to use that much strategy in how in Kingdom Hearts because you are running around so you just throw yeah. up you know items or attack whenever you need to, but there's still some RPG elements over there. I'm like, okay, make sure you you know give this person an X amount of potions to make sure that okay. they're, or then set Donald to make sure that he's only defensive and then Goofy's whatever. But it's been a fun, <laughs> like, little story mode. <laughs> it's just when you hear people, it's just when you think about it, like, your your party is Sora, Donald, and Goofy. And it's just when I actually yeah. think about it, it's just like, and it's just so funny to me. Like, I want, to, want me. to play this game. I just, I, I think don't you know. would enjoy I mean, there should be a part of me too. Like, I'm sure there's a strategy for each world. Of when you get like to Agrabah, or you get to yeah. uh, Little Mermaid stage, or when you get to Tarzan stage, or whatever, and like there's probably a strategy of which of the two of Goofy or Donald you take out to put in that character if you okay. would do it all. I don't know what that strategy is. <laughs> right, I just would be I just turn too. it like okay. I, well, I took I took Donald out this time, so I'm taking Goofy out and putting Peter Pan in this time. So like, there's no <laughs> real strategy behind it. That would be me, no, or I'm I would just, look I'm at just, a guy because yeah. I would just be like, I'm yeah. just now I do so, and then I am cheating a little bit by I I have a walkthrough in front of me. Okay, just because I want to, I don't want to spend a lot of time of like. Uh, <laughs> I really don't care about solving every single puzzle or I'm not trying to, you know, grab the platinum for it, this yeah. game or anything. I just want to like ingest the story, get what's going on and like, and then just move forward. But it is very much final fantasy of, uh, the, you know, people not really like having good conversation and like having a point of like, Hey, what are you, why are you doing this? Uh, here's my sword and we're going to fight. Like, well, hold on. 
can we just wait before okay i guess not like why are you being bad like we were friend, childhood friends why are you bad now uh so there's that but uh it's it's been a lot of fun i've really enjoyed playing and getting different keyblades and the yeah. other day we i did the uh peter pan level and like getting the ability to fly and that's awesome. fly around with peter pan and then uh, I think oh yeah, I, I saw you tweet that. Yeah. yeah, I think I did a picture, and I don't remember if it was Peter Pan and, and I don't know, but 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 yeah, like behind, you know, it was a back, it was a perfect backdrop of like the full moon, Big Ben, and you flying away from me. And I was like, that's just a cool, that's so cool, yeah. This like I'm care, I'm controlling a person who's now in like a Disney world and Sora with Disney characters behind me, and so I can't wait to get into like Kingdom Hearts two and see where it goes. And then Kingdom Hearts 3 with Toy Story and Big Hero 6 yeah. and stuff like that. And then the summons, like, because that's so Final Fantasy is I have summons. So the first summon you get is, like, Simba. And then you get Genie. And now I think I have Tinkerbell. And it's Sorry. not Will Smith. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, uh, it's also not Robin Williams. But, uh, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. But, um, so, like, having even, like, Dumbo and flying around on him, it's just so cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's so cool to, like, have a summit, you know, because in the Final Fantasy games, it was, like, Behemoth or, Bah or whatever the other, I'm, I don't know. I mean, Sean or Adam would know, obviously, yeah, better than me. Yeah, through the wall again. <laughs> You're right. But the summon is Simba, or the summon is the genie. Or that's like so said. cool. So, yeah, and it's really cool, Just and it's really a nostalgic feeling of visiting these different uh, Disney World worlds uh, of, you know, Tarzan and said um agrabah and aladdin and just find the magic carpet stuff like that so it's it's been a lot of fun See, now and you're the, making me uh, and and then like what you get what i got was the 1.5 and 2.5 yeah. remix version so it's got every single game up to kingdom hearts 3 so what i'll probably end up doing is playing through one playing through two and the other games like maybe jumping into them but then just like youtubing the yeah. actual story and plus i also bought uh alexa ray korea's book about kingdom hearts 2 okay. the boss fight books I love those boss fight books. Yeah. I've got four of them now. I've only read the one on Mario 2. I've got Mario 2, Mario 3, Metal Gear, Natch. obviously, and uh, uh, Shovel Knight is yeah. the other one. Yeah, I've only got uh, the Kingdom Hearts 2 one. Yeah. But it's been a lot. It's been so much fun. I've I've, I've enjoyed it. And where it was just kind of like the anthem feeling is where, where I was sitting at work. I was like, I want to go home and play Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. But if I didn't feel like playing Kingdom Hearts, I wouldn't. So I, I really didn't want to like rush through it just to get through it. But it's been it's loads and loads of fun. See, I, I think I'm probably going to end up getting three just because it's it's also like, I don't know what's going to happen this year. Like from the rest of this year now, so we've got my two most anticipated games by far that we know are coming out is Bloodstained is finally coming out and Link's Awakening Remake. Right. After that, I'm like, is Last of Us going to come out? Death Stranding's not going to come out. I don't really care about Days Gone. Sekiro interests me. That's April. Oh my God, is that April? Yeah. Holy crap. And we'll see. And then, so for me, I am interested in Days Gone. I'm yeah. like really, really interested yeah. in Days Gone. I think I've made that pretty obvious. I think of our of our group of friends and yeah. the Nerd Nine One team, I'm probably the most interested in Days Gone as far as having conversations with everyone. So yeah, I'm, I am packing in a lot of games in in January and February and March because come April, yeah, I'll be stuck on Days Gone. And then kind of back to your thing is after that, we really don't know. What the summer or the fall is bringing oh, us? Mario Maker. Forgot about Mario Maker. Oh my god, I can't. Wait and so, like some of those games, like the games you said, like the Bloodstained, Mario Maker, and Link's Awakening. Like I won't play those games. So the summer and fall right now look pretty bleak to me. So at least I have to get through Days Gone, and then if I don't finish with 
Kingdom. I obviously won't finish Kingdom Hearts, yeah. the entire trilogy at least by that time. So I can fall back onto Kingdom Hearts two and Kingdom Hearts three going yeah. into summer and fall. See, I think I and that's what I think is once we get to the dead spot for me, which could be pretty soon. Like I, I'm already like, <clears throat> so I beat RE two. I beat both playthroughs. I don't want to go back and do the other A and the other B yet. Uh, I need some I need some time before I go back and do that. And I didn't like that. Oh, that was the other thing. I I, I tried the DLC. I didn't really like it. It's, That's a survivor, not the survivor. The ghost but survivors. Like, it's yeah. like it's very. I mean, this is like so those that DLC. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but so does that DLC? Like, if you when you beat the DLC, does that person actually survive? Like, you no. get an alternate timeline. It's it's basically just. You well, what would have happened if they could have gotten out? This is what their story would have been. And then they die. And then they, well, no, they actually, well, I don't know. Cause I didn't beat it oh, because okay. that's, well, that's what I was going to say. These game modes are so like the whole point of resident evil two and why I give it like a nine or a little bit above a nine out of 10 is like, this is the best survival horror game I've ever played. Right. It, I think it's better than seven. It's better than four. It's better than one. God bless one. That thing does need a, a true remake. But then you get to this DLC, and I was so excited for it. I was like, yeah, more Resident Evil. But it's not. It's just like, okay, here's your backstory, and you start here, and there's a timer going. And it's all, like, not even high score. It's beat the clock challenge. It's okay. like, how fast can you get through this scenario where, uh-huh. where you're basically running through Raccoon City, and you're dodging zombies, and you're dodging this one, and then this guy's so you're here. So not, you're not doing puzzles or anything like that no. anymore. It's just basically a free-for-all shoot it's, up. It's a race to get to the end with limited ammo, limited resources, and can you make it to the end? I was like, I tried That's kind it. Of a bummer. I don't like this, and because I don't like it, I'm just not going to... It's not. It doesn't cool. sour my, you know, yeah. my, my thoughts on There's the game or anything. Yeah. Okay. So at least, at least there's that. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like I think, and when I've heard people on, on IGN and, and, and Tim talk about it kind of funny and stuff. Oh, by the way, shout out to Tim. Uh, finally about damn time, dude. I was wondering when that was going to happen. He proposed to his girlfriend, Gia Tap Harris. Uh, I'm like, they make it sound, they do make it sound fun. I'm like, I don't, I, I just need to forget that I will have no idea what the hell is going on with it. Right. If it's just get lost in Disney, have some fun beautiful game all these characters you love and these worlds you love and this music and they like frozen is in it and i'm yeah, like dude, yeah like, i'm just super excited about, to get into that jump into that yeah. world and again like i said toy story and big hero six says i really appreciate big hero six yeah and then monsters inc uh i don't care too much for the pirates of caribbean just because i didn't really care too much for the movies yeah same but right. that being said it, it looks so cool because it looks like a real life movie yeah. and they, the different animated uh, ways they did it in Kingdom Hearts three, they took their time with it, obviously. But excuse me, but it's I'm yeah I'm I'm looking forward to progressing the story and seeing where all these other pa- characters come from. And of course, you know I always hear about how convoluted the story yeah. is, and so far the story is not convoluted. I don't know what happens the in between games, the second, the other in between games, and then yeah. into the third. And that's where I think you know playing the first one, playing the second one, and then reading about the other in between games and reading Alexa Lexa Ray Correa's book that hopefully will like, you know, just kind of piece the puzzle of any, yeah. just don't like, I've just told myself, I just can't get like really drunk and play the game and like forget. You're like, wait, yeah. what, what, what happened? Yeah. Who is that? Why right. is he, why is he mad at Winnie the Pooh? Right. Uh, well, I'm definitely, I, I think I will end up playing it just because, but 
I don't know. Sean Sean definitely said he's going to play it. He's obviously got has his he, hands Has he full. never played the series before? Yeah? No, he's played one and two. I don't oh, think he okay. played any of the spinoffs, but he played one and two. Yeah, I know Adam played it. one and two. Yeah, he loved it. He's yeah. just like, he's he's busy right now. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I don't know. So I have been playing one of your favorite games of all time, I'm sure. Mortal Kombat? No, but we'll get to that later. Okay. <laughs> Tease. Uh, Majora's Mask. Yeah, yep. So this is a game that has scared... <laughs> he hates Zelda. This is a game I, yeah, yeah, just I like Logan. Zelda. Just like Logan. This is a game that has terrified me ever since the time it came out. So it came out 2000. I'm playing it on the 3DS, obviously. I got Majora's Mask 3D for Christmas, and I was like, I'm going to play ACO first. The Nintendo 64 game? Yeah. ACO first, which actually, that's another thing. I'm probably never going to go back to it now, because just thinking of Assassin's how Creed. big that game is, yeah, and like, yeah. it was fun, but... I'm never. I don't even think I'm. It's not even platinuming it. I don't see how I can ever beat this game. Yeah. Like it's just, well, like you said, it's kind like of too big. With that, you know, like you said, with you know, dead period. Maybe you jump back into it. Right. That's what I'm hoping for, at least for me too. Um, but yeah, this game terrified me because the whole, the whole three day thing, and I'm like, well, this is just gonna stress me out. And when you three day thing. So the whole thing is, Link has just. Uh, defeated Ganon in Ocarina of Time. This basically takes place right after Ocarina of Time. Okay. He needs a break, so he goes off into the woods to just, like, I need to get away from Hyrule for a little bit. He gets run into by this guy called the Skull Kid, and he mm-hmm. steals his horse and runs away, and he's the guy with the mask that you right. always see jumping around and stuff. And then you go in there and you meet this guy, and he's like, hey, this you see that big moon with a crazy face? It's going to come crashing down in three days if you don't do something. And... At the bottom of your main screen, you've got a clock. Oh wow! That basically, it, it, I love how they changed it. So on the original one in the three D in the Nintendo sixty four, it was just like it was like a half circle with a big arrow, and it would say like first, second, or third. So you know what day it was. But then you'd also have to. Now it just like you've got day one, day two, day three. It's just this bar that goes across. It tells you exactly what the time is. If the sun's up, sun's down, whatever. But basically, you have to get to a certain point in the story so that you can learn the Song of Time from Ocarina so you can rewind time. And once I started playing it, I was like, this doesn't stress me out anymore because you don't lose like... What I was worried was like, do I have to beat this game in 72 hours? Otherwise, I'm going to lose like my shield, my sword, all this other stuff. Any main items you get, you don't lose them. Now, but what does reset every 72 hours is your... Your your bombs, your arrows, all that stuff in real lifetime. Yeah. Oh, well, wow. no, it's seventy two hours in game time, which is about seventy two minutes. I think is what it is. Oh, okay. Okay. But then you also learn a song where you can slow down time, so it basically lasts twice as long. Got it. But all you do is you go out of the main town and you see bushes and you hack them up, and yeah. all of a sudden you refill your your arrows and your bombs and you're good. Yeah. And there's a banker in town that you can give your rupees to. So as long as you do that before you play the kind song, deposit them off. Yeah. So now I'm up to like 2,200 rupees. Like I'll never use them all. Um, but this game terrified me for almost 20 years and I freaking love it. Good. Like I've been texting Sean and he's like, I cannot believe he's like, I knew you would like this game. Yeah. But he seems like he said, it seems like you like this quicker than you liked Ocarina. Cause like when I finally played Ocarina, I was like, it's just not clicking for me. Something just doesn't feel right. And I don't know if it's maybe now that I've played Ocarina, I know how this style of Zelda game plays, yeah. and maybe that's why. I don't know. Did you know. play those games? I know, obviously, not Majora's Mask, but like Ocarina. Did you play it before Breath of the Wild or after? I played it a year before. Okay. year before, which, again, but I was like 18 years late did at you, that time. Yeah, well, did, like, 
with Zelda one and links awakening and all that stuff. Did you play that stuff in the past before, or did you really just recently get into Zelda over the past like few years? No, I played, I've been a fan of Zelda one and Zelda three. My almost as long as I've okay. been sentient. It's the three D Zeldas that I was always like Zelda to me is top down. So I played one, I played three, uh, uh, Oh God, the links awakening a little bit. I never beat it cause I didn't have game boy. I just played on emulator. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, that uh, the Minish Cap I loved on Game Boy Advance, but it, like I was always like the 3D Zeldas just didn't feel right to me. And then once I played them, I was like, okay, I loved Ocarina. That was fun. Then I went back and I played Twilight Princess. I love that. Now, uh, then Breath of the Wild came out. Now I'm playing Majora's Mask. Uh, now I love them. Yeah. But the the thing that's been the most fun for me about this game is so you got the main area, which is Clock Town, which is kind of like your hub, and you can either go north southeast or west and when you walk out everything's open once you get out there but it's like there's the the snowy area to the north and then down south is the uh is the swamp and over here is the ocean and over here is like the mountains and you can go like each you're supposed to go to the swamp first but when you get there it's not like you just go there and you go to the dungeon you beat it and you reset time whatever there's like two or three areas inside of there and there's all these like side quests and you've got this notebook that keeps track of when you talk to people and it's like, Hey, Oh, I noticed this guy said that if you find this woman running around, she'll sell you a big bomb bag if you do whatever. And it's, so you get these side quests, but it's so like, it just feels natural. And the most fun, what I'm trying to say is the most fun I've had in this game is just running around the world, discovering stuff in this area, trying to get it all done. See if I can get it done for 72 hours. But again, it's not stressful because if you can't get it done, you just warp back to town because there's fast travel also. Uh-huh. You warp back to town, deposit your rupees, rewind time, and say, well, I'll try it again tomorrow. So tomorrow. <laughs> I'll try it again two days what, ago. What platform are we playing this on? 3DS. Okay, okay. So when you rewind time, so if the, if you don't rewind time and then 72 hours ends, okay. there's a moon strike. So the you? first my first 72 hours... Like how long, basically like how long is it till you get the, learn the, the time and the slowdown time? Probably about an 45 minutes. If you know what you're doing, I didn't know what I was doing at mm-hmm. first. So I get to the area and I find I'm running around. There's this kid up here and he's like, Hey, there's a secret lab over here, but you got to get the code from us. If you want to go through the secret passage. Oh, but we're going to play hide and seek. I should have. <laughs> and their numbers were on their backs apparently, which is funny, but they go hide around there's five of them. And they basically hide in five different areas around town. I couldn't find one of them. And like, you only have a certain amount of time. You got until like the morning or the night or whatever, based on when you start. And I couldn't find these little at first. <laughs> and I find, I text Sean. I was like, I don't know what the hell at, at the very beginning. I was like, I hate this game. I, I hate it so much. I don't want to play this. I can't find these stupid kids. But once you find them, it opens up the secret path. You go to this observatory. You look out. You see the Skull Kid dancing over here. You get this one thing for a guy, and then you go talk to somebody else, and then you get the ocarina, and then you can reset time. Got it. I didn't get all that done the first day, though, and I'm actually kind of glad that I didn't because by the time the moon came crashing down on me, I knew what I needed to do, and I was like, whatever. I'll just do it again. It's not that big a deal. But it's crazy. Like as as you get to the final day, as the moon starts getting, and you can look up and see this thing just getting gigantic, yeah, and it's like, yeah. holy crap, this yeah. is so cool. Especially if you turn the 3D on. Usually, I play with it off, but I'll turn it on sometimes just to see cool things like that. And it's like the music starts getting crazier and crazier. And if you talk to people, they're like, oh my god, it's the end of the world. We're all gonna die. I'm like, this is so depressing. 
but then you see like as it gets closer like every minute like the it like shakes and the whole screen shakes because there's this gigantic moon yeah. that's about to crash <laughs> in the world oh it's so cool it's like Thanos pulling down playing yeah and it's like when I've read people online they're like when I was reading tips before I started like not a guide but like this is what you should do make sure you find this do this whatever they were like make sure you let time run out at least just once, to see just it. so you can see yeah it, it is that it seems is so pretty cool. cool yeah that's something I think I would do um, and also just be bad at the game so I've beaten two out of the four dungeons so far. I'm doing some side quests now. I wish this game, I don't think it keeps track how long you've played it, which is just, again, one of my biggest pet peeves in games. Like, I want to know how many hours I've put into this yeah. game. Uh, well, so don't I'm, don't look forward to that in Kingdom Hearts because it. I think it counts the hours for just like, I want to say like I saw that total hours and... I was like, wait, there's no way I play that many hours. So I think it might just like continue to like endless clock. This is when you started and then you the, beat it yeah. 17 I, weeks later. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I really like it. I like it way more than I thought I would. Uh, like I said, I was dreading it for 20 years and I absolutely love it. Good. Uh, the other thing I've been playing, I just want to say that PlayStation VR is pretty freaking cool. Did you borrow Sean's? So I went. O- we went over there to see Kira maybe a week ago. And we brought them some like old baby clothes and toys and stuff. Right. And we had the whole family with us, so it was obviously crazy. Uh, you got poor Murphy's over in his kennel, and he's barking like, <laughs> "I want to play! I want to play!" It's like, well, there's four kids running around. Kira's trying to sleep. We're here. And I saw that Sean had moved his PSVR from the upstairs man cave downstairs, and I was like, I was looking at. It, he goes, "You want to try it?" And it was almost <laughs> like a truck deal. We're like, "You want to hit?" Right. And I'm like. Yes. Sure. Yes, yeah, I do. Thank yeah, I do. you. Thank you. And I was like, just please don't put in Resident Evil Seven because that'll. I, just, I don't want to poop my pants in front of my family. Right. The, so well, he, that's always a good goal to have. <laughs> he gets it on. I, I tighten it all. I do this, and immediately as soon as I turn it on, I'm like, holy crap! This yeah. is freaking cool. The one thing I will say is everybody talking about the whole, uh, what do they call it? Like the screen door effect. I get it, but like. I'm not expecting this to be 4K. Right. You know, whatever. So he he put in Astrobot for me. And the first the first time so when you start that have you played it yet? No, did I, Adam keep his? Yeah. He did. Okay. Cause I remember that he did the whole the uh the trial program thing or something. Yeah, yeah, no, he, he yeah, yeah. No, he kept his uh you know, he brought it for oh, the that's live right. stream. That's right. But I don't did anyone ever play it? No. Well, no, they did. Oh, they did? They all were gone. Okay. I was hella asleep. <laughs> <laughs> they played at like three o'clock in the morning. I think Paul played uh I wanna say Resident Evil. Okay. At like three o'clock in the morning. I but I, I can't confirm, confirm that nor because deny, yeah. I was asleep and I haven't gone back to look that far yeah. into the footage. Uh but Astrobot is so like so you start out and it's like this is so cool. And the little Astrobot's so cute and he's jumping around, and he like waves at you like it's breaking the fourth wall, like, hey, I know you're here. Hey buddy. And it's cool. Like you start the game by you look around and they like once you pick your level. There's like a silhouette of a controller there, and you take your controller and you go and you move it into that silhouette, oh, that's cool. and it goes boom. I'm like, oh. Sean's over here <laughs> laughing, like, yeah, I know it's cool. Yeah. So I start the game. I'm looking around, and like, you, it takes full. Now I get how games that are not for first person can work in VR. Right. Like I get. It. I didn't. I want to play Moss too, but I'll get to that's, that. At some Adam point. loves that game. Yeah. Sean loves it too. He said it was just so amazing. Yeah. Uh. But the first time I moved from like a static screen where I was like jumping up over here to go up and get this coin, come back down here, go over here, and then it's like progress through the level. 
it was the weirdest freaking thing. As soon as I started walking forward and that camera moved and I was not taking a step, yeah. I immediately was like, whoa, I get why everybody talks about the whole motion sickness thing and everything. Right. My mind was freaking blown. I took like two steps and had to stop and I was like, holy crap, Sean, what is happening? And he's yeah. just laughing at me. And I I got used to it. It was more like... Once I started moving, I was okay. But once you stop and start again, that was when, that was when it always seemed to hit me like, "Holy crap! This is my I, I should be walking, but I'm not walking. What the hell is happening, body?" Um, I only played it for like thirty minutes or something, but or probably not even that long. And then the kids tried it. It's just so it's so freaking cool. Yeah, I want I want to try the the PSVR version because I've done not the Oculus. Maybe the re- I don't know. It's one of the PC based ones. Uh, the rec room has ha- oh yeah has the room. I don't know what I played, but I was like, this is gonna be awesome when the PS4 one or the PSVR comes out and you're doing like actual games you know. Yep, that's probably gonna be a lot of fun. I can't wait for the PS5 and the PSVR too because that's when I'm gonna end up. Sorry, just between the system and the VR, spending like a thousand dollars. Yeah, when they do get it to that next level, when they even. Hopefully, it maybe can even be wireless. That would yeah. be freaking awesome. Uh, speaking of VR, are you reading friend of the show, Blake J. Harris's book yet? No, I saw you tweet that the other day. I was like, well, what the crap? I didn't even know that was out. Like, I saw Colin like a month ago, got an advanced copy, and I was like, yeah, I can't wait for this. And I never went back and like pre-ordered, pre-ordered it on Amazon it. or anything. Yeah. So, no. Is it good? Dude, it is so... It's, it's so funny to like be reading this book about the you know the guy people who made oculus and they got bought by facebook yep. and all that stuff but you're reading through it to where his name is the guy's name is i want to say it's lucky palmer palmer lucky yeah palmer lucky thank yeah. you um but it's so funny of you know reading through this and some, like the big names that are popping out like the guy who created software and like him reaching out to palmer hmm. and uh you know the people who Started up Gaikai, who of course we know yeah. got bought by Sony for their yep. PS Now and now yep. you know Trouble PS Now yeah. online service. But even just copy Game Pass for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, just let us download PS4 games. And right, just whatever. But so, like seeing these big time names uh, pop up. Sorry, there was a notification on my phone that kind of caught me by surprise. But anyways, uh, but pop that these big names that are popping up. You're like, dude. And I'm sitting there, so That's I went. Crazy. So the other day, I took a kind of an early afternoon uh, from work. Oh, dude, that would have been so bad. I, I took an early afternoon from work and went to a bar and grabbed a beer and put. In the, of course, just like console wars, I don't know why I was shocked this time, but I wasn't expecting consoles would be as thick. But this book is just as thick. I mean, oh, it's, it's just it's like, huge. Crap, yeah. So I was sitting there and I'm, and I'm reading it, and of course, I get in the zone and I'm just like smiling and kind of chuckling at myself like some of these big names that are being dropped as far as you know what this what this palmer person went through is and who's reaching out to him and you know he just started in his tra- a trailer parked outside his folks house that's insane and i was like can you just imagine sitting there one day and the guy who created itself and his name's escaping me so i apologize um, but the guy who created yeah, itself or who helped doom. make doom and make wolfenstein and all those games are calling you like hey about vr or you know, um, I, I, there was one other big name that was in there that I just like, it just, just floored me that this person is, uh, was, you know, reaching, reaching out to him, but it, it's, it's, it's too crazy. It's, I, I'm not even five chapters in. I'm yeah. already just so astonished by 
the book itself, obviously because of Blake's writing, but just the, the fact of where we are now with VR, because even back then, uh, you know, 10 years ago it was VR up and coming and then it just, I mean, it just died. Yeah. I mean, it just utterly died. It went the way of like 3D TVs yeah, and stuff like yeah, that. And yeah, and 3D movies now. Yep. It was like, so yeah, they just utterly died. And now we're back to where, okay, like, especially because now I think that with the Oculus and the Rift, those being PC-based, that people are kind of enjoying it. But I think PSVR is going to really be the one that continues to lead the front into mm-hmm. the future because it's so much more accessible about not having to run it off a PC rig. And if, you know, by the time that the PS5 is around, I mean, it's basically, I mean, PS4 too, but it's basically a PC in its own right. And then being a lot more accessible and having the PS4 games like Moss, like Astro Bart, like Beat Saber, and then having PS4 experiences like Batman, Mm -hmm. the Arkham Batman, and the Until Dawn. Yeah. Or the Until Dawn on rail or shooter type games, Resident Evil 7. Uh, Is Resident Evil a remake? Mm-mm. Okay, so I mean, so even then, like you know, just kind of the big name titles that like now you can put this sucker in VR. Yeah, you know where we got like Doom VFR virtual yeah. freaking reality. It's so yeah. cool that they did that. And then you got like Fallout Five. Did I dream that? Did Fallout have a VR mode? Borderlands well, got a not. VR game. Borderlands did, but yeah, no, I don't maybe think that's what did. I'm yeah, of. Okay. but could you imagine? And then Fallout Five doesn't exist. No, I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was just to correct you on that. But can you imagine like uh, a game like? I've got two scenarios, but like Bioshock, like a game that people loved in oh Bioshock, God, and yeah. then being so submersed in, you know, underwater, and then the little girls, and the, you know, being 3D with the big daddy coming after you, like that's terrifying, terrifying. <laughs> but also at the same same time really cool. And then I think well, we're probably I, I wouldn't want to say we're too terribly far from a VR, even just like experiences like the Oscars last night. Like if you purchase. You know, a VR set, and you have a you buy a ticket, mm-hmm. 20, 30 bucks. You're sitting inside the Oscars. Oh, hey, Bradley. Right, yeah. What's up, guy? Yeah, or yeah. or even better for us gamers. Yes. You're sitting inside an E3 press. You know, um, that I think would be really cool to say. And and, and then you could, then eventually we're going to the ra- the ways of Ready Player One. Yeah. As far as never leaving the house, whatever. You're in the matrix of that. Point. Right. But that's like that's what I've always said. Like that's what. That's what encourages me the most about VR is like, like I want to go visit like Jerusalem and stuff in the Middle East and Egypt and see the pyramids and stuff. I ain't ever going to the Middle East. I'm not going anywhere near the Middle East anytime soon. But to be, if you could just put on a hat and just lose yourself and yeah. just like freaking be there. Like even like WWF started doing it like the big paper. I think they did at the Rumble. They had a VR camera there right up on the barrier. Oh, really? I don't think you can watch it live. I think you have to watch it taped or something probably because that's got to be a nightmare to try to do that live. But... um yeah, stuff like that is just so freaking cool. And the one thing I've said on here probably literally a million times that I would love is if Firewatch just, hey, they dropped an update and said, hey, now you can play in VR. Yeah. And just to walk around that world in the Shoshone and just look around at this beautiful world they've cracked it, I was like, that would, that would just be or Well, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, at what point, do, is, where's the threshold? Because jumping into God of War or, mm-hmm. I mean, Spider-Man VR or Horizon Zero Dawn VR, I mean, at what point, you know, when we get to PlayStation Five, are they just kind of, kind of porting it, yeah, to the VR system? Well, that's like didn't uh, what was uh, Assassin's Creed Origins? They didn't have the VR mode, but they had uh, Discovery mode or whatever it was, where you could just walk around the world. And it was almost like an interactive tour of Egypt, yeah. something like that. That's kind of like what I was saying is like, but what if you could do that in VR and just yeah. walk around? It'd be yep. so so cool. Yeah. 
So yeah, PSVR and VR in general. I gotta try it. It's freaking I have to cool. Steal it from Adam. I, 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 I get it now. Yeah. I definitely get it. Um, at this point in the life cycle, I'm not gonna buy one, especially now that Sean has one. Yeah, there's I'm really no need. I do still have to go over there one night and just be like, all right. Let's Whatever. Just do two hours, three hours and of just the VR. Put Resident Evil in. Yeah. Oh no. Put no, a camera on no, me if you want. No, I don't no, care. No, Whatever. No. Uh, yeah. It's, you, that's all you, big boy. It's it's so cool. Not for me. That's so cool. All right. You want to get to the news of the week? Gosh, you got the short version. Of that news of the week. <laughs> we'll fly through this. Uh, this first headline comes from IGN. Ah, <sighs> it's a sad one. Reggie feels of me has retired. And he has been replaced by Bowser. <laughs> Only at Nintendo. Right. Again, this comes from IGN. Nintendo of America's president Reggie Filzami is retiring with Doug Bowser set to replace him as president. Nintendo officially announced the transition this afternoon. This was earlier this week. After 15 years at Nintendo of America, almost 13 of which were as president and COO, Filzami will retire on April 15th. Nintendo of America's current SVP of sales and marketing, Doug Bowser, will then succeed him as president. Phil Sami has been in the public eye since Nintendo's E3 2004 press conference where he went on stage saying, my name is Reggie, I'm about kicking ass, I'm about taking names, and we're about making games. Mm -hmm. Reggie is just, God, I love this man. That was me editorializing. (laughs) Following this, Phil Sami has been a public-facing figure at Nintendo, frequently appearing in press conferences, directs, and more. While at Nintendo of America, he expanded the company's presence in the United States, establishing a key sales and marketing office in Redwood City, California, and building a new Nintendo of America headquarters in Redmond, Washington. Phil Sami began his career at Nintendo of America in 2003 as EVP of Sales and Marketing, becoming its president and COO just three years later. In a message to fans posted on the Nintendo of America Twitter account, Phil Sami says, quote, I wanted to reach out directly to you, the Nintendo community, because there's one thing I really want to say. Thank you. Thank you for your never-ending support and for your passionate love of Nintendo and personally for giving me a mushroom kingdom full of incredible memories that I will never forget, end quote. Doug Bowser, and then in parentheses, IGN writes, no relation. That is freaking (laughs) awesome. Joined Nintendo of America in May 2015 as VP of Sales. He has since led the sales and marketing efforts for the Switch, which became 2018's best-selling console. Bowser was previously an executive at EA and worked at Procter & Gamble in various sales leadership roles. Blah, blah, blah. That's pretty much it. This is just like, it is crazy to me when I think of Nintendo... I think of Mario and I think of Zelda and I, then I think of Anuma and Miyamoto and, but then it's like, but Reggie is in that conversation. Yeah. 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 Like my body is ready. He, he created one of the best internet memes of all time when they yep. were doing the weed, the, the fit board or whatever the hell it was like, well, I mean, it also, I mean, you think, you know, uh, Phil Spencer has been great for Xbox, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly, I mean, even right now, when he's killing it and, and it's funny i think the last time that you and i did uh just the two of us podcasting about just the just video games in general is when the news broke that phil spencer would be heading the like the, the whole entire video game yeah. board it went from being a you know the the leader of it to like he's now getting his imagination much like reggie and much like sean Layden with ps4 but of the three of them uh, you would think that reggie is kind of more uh, in the media and the spotlight mm-hmm. more outgoing than the, than the other two. And he's always just been the face of Nintendo for what felt like 
50 years. I mean, it's what it's, I'm saying. It yeah. feels like 2004. It feels like it was even longer than that. Yeah. Like it just feels like he's always and, been there. But at the same time though, it's because how much we see him and how much we enjoy him and him as a personality, you think back to like, man, it was, it's, it was 2004. It feels like it was just but yesterday. Also, yep, I agree. Like it's, he's, he's just one of those special people, especially in the community of video gaming, that you never, like you never thought would be, we would have had as as someone like for a voice of video gamers, and then you also never thought that he would ever be gone, or especially yeah. before Sean Layden or Phil Spencer. Yeah. Um. But. Here we are, and the retirement's out, and you're just like, well, what, what are we going to do moving That's forward? That's what I mean. Like, like is Bowser going to be <laughs> as you know prolific as a character as Reggie? Probably, probably not, because that might be just be yeah. Reggie's personality. But I've seen some videos of uh, of Bowser, and he's getting just as you know, he's having just as much. Fun. I mean, he's a gamer, so when you're at that level, I mean, the the sky is endless, and you're, why wouldn't you have fun? That's the thing. Like Reggie was clearly a Nintendo fan. Yeah, that was just ascended up to this level where he got pretty much all of our dream jobs. Like, yeah. And then when you look at some of these clips, like in Reggie's video, like when he talks about Bowser replacing him and stuff, you see him coming out on stage and his, his jacket says like year of the Bowser, or right. Team Bowser, whatever it was yeah. like, he has fun with it. Like he clearly seems like he's a fan of video games as yeah. well. I don't think he would be in that position if he wasn't. And it also makes me think like, <laughs> I loved growing up in the console wars. I did. It was fun. I can't imagine if there was Twitter back then with Genesis oh versus Super Nintendo, right. what that would have been like. But I loved the little rivalry going back and forth and all the marketing and like, you suck, no, you suck, blah, blah, blah. And going back and Nintendo really never said you suck. They always took the high road because they were Nintendo. As much as I love that though, like I love that we can get to a game awards where you have... Reggie and Phil and Sean come out on stage, no matter how stage it was, whatever. That was one of the coolest moments of last year, period. To see those three guys like, hey, we're, we're here. We love video yeah. games. We want to yeah. celebrate them on all consoles for all gamers, and we're all about this. I love that we are in this era where PlayStation can say, like, congrats, Xbox, and vice versa. And yeah. it's like it almost seems... Like, there's been some funny quotes in the past of Reggie, you know, taking shots at people and stuff, too. But, like, overall, it seems like I think he's had a big hand in that. Like, he has just been such a, like, for the gamer person Yeah. that I think it's kind of rubbed off on the other two companies as well. Mm-hmm. And I just I just hate it. Like, I'm not I'm going to miss him with his dopey face and with all when he's in the pre-recorded videos and doing the, the switch. Yeah. Like, all that stuff, we'll I just... Be down in public. I mean, I remember <sighs> seeing the video of, um, you know, when they were they were promoting and marketing Mario Odyssey and then having a bunch of people surrounded with him. And, and it's, in the, it's in the video. If you haven't seen it, yeah. go to uh, Nintendo of America's Twitter page or this website in general and, and watch the actual video that uh, Reggie put out for his retirement. But you see it. It's him, you know, tossing up the cappy. And it's just it's just small stuff like that that makes you appreciate and kind of circling back to you, what you were saying as far as um, him being feeling like he was at the cornerstone of hey we're all gamers and we're here like yeah it's friendly competition but it's much like how professional athletes treat themselves and their sport of you know yeah like LeBron James and Kobe Bryant may talk trash to each other on the court but when it's it's all over and done with it's yep. you know shake hands shake hands and hug, hug pounds. Give some dap, yeah, yeah so it's kind of like that where you know you see during e3 spencer uh phil spencer 
tweet out to either Sean Layden or um, oh my god, the other Sony, the Japan Sony, uh, Shuhei, Shuhei, Shuhei Yoshida. They're like, hey, great, great, uh, great press. Can't wait to see. Yep. What's going for? I mean, yeah, yeah. Spider Man's awesome. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then you see, uh, and then and then that trickles down to the studios. I mean, you see people. And of course, they're owned by. You know, they weren't. They're not owned. But you see, you know, um, I mean, Santa Monica is clearly is owned by yep. Sony, but Insomniac's not. Right. But you see, Studio Santa Monica Studios for God of War congratulating Spider Man on or Insomniac in such a great game, and then vice versa, and then that goes down to Gorilla, who's also not. Uh, I guess Gorilla is owned by. Yeah, so, their first so party, Sony, yeah. but but like but, there it's trickling down to the studios to the developers of hey we're all here to make unless you're EA but like we're all here to make or Activision we're make to make games for us because we're just as much as the community as you and I are yeah and that kind of, I think that stems from like having such a great personality in, in Reggie and he will be missed I'm happy for him you know like he's retiring on Cloud Nine. I mean, Switch is probably the most successful Nintendo launch. Yeah, you since can't go GameCube. out on much more of a high note so, than the Switch. You know, so, yeah. if, even with that, you want to count it something as that metric. But yeah, so you got, and he helped get, you know, the people here in front of this Mario and the Legend and uh, Zelda out and then marketed it up and continued the Switch. And then, of course, uh, I don't know, I can't remember if you had it on the news report, but what's happening with Microsoft? Speaking of, <laughs> Nick, is Game Pass coming to the freaking Nintendo Switch? Give me Cuphead. According to give a report on the Switch. from Direct Feed Games, an outlet that has a strong track record for rumors, especially centering, centering around Nintendo, Microsoft and Nintendo are about to get together in a big way in the near future. Not only will some Microsoft games find their way to the Switch, but it looks like the entire Game Pass library might arrive via the magic of streaming. The report states that Microsoft is looking into publishing some of their own catalog to the Switch in the form of actual ports. This is in no way strange for Microsoft, who has dabbled in things like lending out Rare for games on Nintendo systems and developing and publishing games on Nintendo consoles such as Minecraft. Microsoft-owned developers like Ninja Theory and Obsidian are still self-publishing their games on the Switch and other systems as well. The game specifically mentioned by DirectFeed is Ori and the Blind Forest, a crown God. jewel in Microsoft's lower-key publishing initiatives. Additionally, the report goes on to say that Microsoft will be leveraging their announced Project X Cloud streaming service to bring Xbox One games to the Switch. While the Switch can't natively play as a hypothetical example Gears 5, it could stream it over the internet. This will be done through Game Pass, which will allow players to subscribe via service to access a Netflix-style library of games. Talking to our own sources, and this came from Game Inform, I don't know if I said that. It's been suggested that the announcement of Game Pass on Switch could come as soon as this year. This isn't as uh, this isn't surprising as Microsoft has been eager to expand Game Pass out as far as they can, announcing plans to revamp it for PC. Project X Cloud is a means to an end to get people who don't own Xbox products to spend money on Xbox services, making the Switch a perfect vector for it. For Nintendo, it means that games are unfeasible on the console due to hardware limitations can come to the Switch in some form and provides an added value for them. Uh, and a, another <laughs> addendum here. Uh, the site J Video, J Video, J Video, does say that they are confirming that both Ori and Cuphead will be coming to the Switch. Well, I don't know that <laughs> website. You're not big on French video game <laughs> websites. Yeah, they're not. they're a big website in France. Okay, I've heard the name a lot before, but this is freaking awesome. 
this is like like think in the Switch in Japan. This they've done this in Japan. They haven't done it here, but you've been able to stream ACO and you've been able to stream Resident Evil Seven on the little baby Switch, powered through the cloud, streaming all this other stuff. And a lot of people that that got hands on with it said it worked great. This I mean, is Cuphead is like crazy. Cuphead's built for the Switch. Are you oh kidding my gosh, me? yes! Boy. Especially playing that on the go would be absolutely perfect. Yeah, uh, just go ahead and fire me. Because I will just be stuck to my Switch playing it. Because I mean, I love that game. I never beat it on Xbox, but I love that. And then if you put both, you know, I knew the new Ori game is not out yet. I don't even know if we have a release date for that one yet. I but think if, it might just be 2019. Okay. Yeah. But you put the original Ori on there and then the new one on there and then Cuphead. Do that. Okay, listen. <laughs> Do that before September because even though I tell Adam I keep going, I'm going to keep going back to uh, Breath of the Wild for my trip to the Dominican Republic in September. You're like, no, please don't make me play Breath of the Wild. <laughs> if 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 uh, well, I joke that I'm going to get the Switch version of Mortal Kombat 11 for the Switch and PlayStation so I can play it on the go. And then there's another game on the Switch that I thought about playing, but I can't think of the name of it. But if Cuphead is on the Switch by no, by September. Yeah, like they're they're gonna force me out of the plane. That's a match made in heaven, dude. Like I've that Cuphead is the one game other than the Gears series that I need to just. The problem is, so I mean, my boys are really the only ones that use the Xbox. They got it for Christmas from saying a couple years ago, and the problem is it's hooked up to like the oldest HD TV ever, uh, in the in their little game room. That's like a forty inch old. LCD. I don't even think it's really LCD. The the, the colors look horrible. I'm like, I can't play a game on this. I can't. Right. I can't play on this. We're gonna get a new TV for that room at some point in the future. But like that, there's there's the Gears series and there's Cuphead. Probably Cuphead before Gears. That I've got to go. I'm, I don't care what it costs. If it's on sale, not whatever. I need to buy that game and I need to play it. And we probably need to do Let's Plays of it, even though it's like Dude, two years you, too late because it'll do, be freaking hilarious. Because I will suck at it. If you do Games Pass, well, that's true. We they have Game Pass. It's on there. Cuphead is on yeah, there? Yeah, it's exclusive to All Xbox. Right. I mean, like, every exclusive Xbox game is on there. <laughs> just chewed right into ice the, the microphone. microphone. Sorry about that. I don't even know how the ice came through the top of my Yeti. <laughs> well, my fake Yeti, whatever it is. That was nice. Um, that was good. I just think this is perfect. Like, we've, we know Xbox is coming to E3 in a, quote, big way is what Phil said. They don't have to worry about Sony. This is when they plant their flag. I think they show Scarlet, whatever it is, even though I don't think it's coming out till 2020. I think they at least give a glimpse or talk about it yeah. in depth. But, I mean, honestly, like, if they come out in a big way and there's no new announcement for a console and it's literally just, I mean, we talked about this, I think, last year. Um, I think, I know we all did your separate E3 predictions, but I think we did one with... Adam, Paul, Ernie, Eric, and myself, yep. but I was saying, I think one of us was saying that, can you imagine, uh, and I don't know how they would, because I'm sure they would both argue for time as far as like Microsoft on Nintendo stage or Nintendo yeah. on Microsoft, and it probably would have been Nintendo on Microsoft stage because yeah. Nintendo just does a really big direct, right? Yeah. So, but can you imagine, you know, Phil Spencer being there, it's kind of like, it would have been like foreshadowing for the Game Awards, but Phil Spencer being on there and then not so much doing the cheesy, we got one more thing for you, but essentially like, oh, well, we wanted to talk about where you can find Games Pass and people like the, the Xbox. And Reggie then like walks Reggie out. walks out stage. Like I would have died. It would have been the big, best E3 and it still may happen this yeah. year. And Reggie, come on, stay through E3. <laughs> Get, do two more it's months. April, right? Yeah. yeah. Two more months. But so, so I mean, they could not talk about anything other than Games Pass being on Switch 
for at the Microsoft, it could literally just be like Phil Spencer's like, yeah, uh, Games Pass coming to the Switch. These are the games you can find on it, and just walk away like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, we're done here. We're good here. We'll see you next year yeah. for the Xbox Two or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that that wins oh, for me. Yeah. It's so cool, and and the whole. Because again, like thing. you think about Crackdown Three, like how bad the publicity it's getting right yeah. now, because it looks like an old game that's like took like should ten be, years that to should make. be on yeah. Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, but right. it's on the Xbox One. That feels like a game that would be perfect looking right. wise on the Switch, and that's why I've got buddies at work that they've talked about Fortnite. I was like, "Do you have a Switch?" They're like, "Yeah." I was like, "Play Fortnite on the Switch because it just seems appropriate." You know, like there, like it feels like that's a Switch game, mm-hmm. and not that every Switch game has to be cartoony and no, but it's or like, thing, but, but it's like it's the mentality of Nintendo and the Switch and yep. Mario and, and Zelda and Breath Kirby of the Wild with that cell shaded right. kind of thing. And that's so how they put, got around not having all the horsepower, and it looked great. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you, yeah, you put both Ori games on the Switch, Cuphead on the Switch. Like, good luck. I mean, I'm supposed to be spending my wife's 40th birthday in on, on with her. But I'll be like, hey, just go to bed, babe. Let me play Switch. Cuphead. Yeah. Cuphead, I love you so much. Yeah. I got to play that freaking game. It's great. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. This yeah. is this is awesome. This is this is freaking crazy. What still I wish would happen, my dream, like I've said on here, and maybe this could happen down the road, is what if it goes the other way? What if Nintendo says, okay, we're putting the virtual console on Xbox for right. the next generation? Yeah. And you can play NES I mean, why and not? SNES games and stuff. I mean, why not? Holy yeah. freaking crap. Are you kidding I mean, me? If, if anything's about oh. to be cloud-based, I mean, all you, do is like, you just have to have a pro controller. Exactly. And you just have to sync it up with your Xbox. Like, done. 100% done. <sighs> and I, and then, <sighs> but the, the argument is, right, like, and even now with Games Pass coming to Switch, and if that were to ever happen, uh, talk about, you know, Gamer Boner City, but like, um, you know, where's the missed revenue for either one of the group? Like, if Nintendo, Nintendo does that to Xbox, and Xbox is about to do that with Nintendo, or, or is Microsoft about to do that with yep. Games Pass to Nintendo? Is there any missed revenue for the Xbox? And I say no, no, just because it's just getting it in more people's hands. You're, just like getting, more, you're getting the you're getting the the software in more people's hands, and they go, man, this game's a lot of fun on my Switch. I wonder what it would look like on an Xbox, or I wonder how it would play on an Xbox. I'm gonna go get. Yeah, the new I'm gonna get the Scarlet or I'm gonna get the Xbox One X, and really power up this game that I've been playing on my Switch. Or, you know, Microsoft's gonna. I mean, I'm sure Nintendo would be taking some cut or some pre- yeah, they you know, take percentage. like ten percent or something. But, One I mean, out of every ten dollars. Yeah, or but something. but what's where where's the lost revenue when okay, you just open your market to what's the Switch's numbers? Billions of people. I 22, mean, 22, 23 million, something like that. It's crazy. Yeah. I'll, you, you can have the 10% and, and, I'll, ta- and I'll take exactly. that game's pass I, subscription. I, I agree with you a hundred percent. There's no downside because it's not people that only have a switch. If you have an Xbox, you probably have game pass already. We have game pass. Everybody I know that has an Xbox has game pass, but if you don't have one and you do have a switch, there's no there. That's only good. It's extra revenue for you. Period. Again, with my, maybe getting people to go out and buy an Xbox One or a Two or whatever. My only question is, I wonder is there going to have to be like a re- repeat purchase? So if you have one on Xbox and you want to get on Switch, can you log in from the Switch with the can same you do username like a or account or something? Yeah. Or, or yeah. like, do you have to purchase it for the Xbox and then yeah. purchase it for the? So I'd love to see when, um, I guess more details about that come out. But at the same time, maybe it's a different price threshold for the Switch because you're already paying twenty dollars for the online, right? And that's I mean that's just yearly for the year, yeah. So then you know what's it? So 
would you pay 10 bucks an extra 10 bucks for games pass if you already have it on the xbox on the switch and then you're paying way more than you are for the right so there has to be yeah you that's think true there would have to be like a, a a different like i've already paid my ten dollars a month i'm not paying a different ten dollars a month or maybe it's like just two bucks a month for the yeah, switch for an additional system or something yeah i feel like they would because they've been so good about cross playing everything i feel like they would i feel like they would work maybe that out. Yeah. they would do something yeah. some kind of split account or something yeah I actually don't. Have, so it's funny that this whole conversation. I actually don't have Game Pass. Okay. And I also don't have the online for Switch. I haven't had. Oh, that. I don't have it for Switch either. So yeah. And and but now I'm about to get it. Yeah. Not only for this because, but also for Tetris 99. Yeah. There's that, and it's still like this in the back of my head. I'm like, when just announce SNES games for it too. Right. We, it leaked like a month ago. Obviously, you're working on it. If it's 10 bucks more a year, I would pay that. I mean, I've got a Raspberry Pi, but just to be able to take my Switch on the go and play Link to the Past or Mario World or Super Metroid or name any of the, all these other best games ever made of all time, it'd be freaking awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm going to end up getting it. The, the Tetris 99 thing is just blowing my mind. I'm like, I think it would be super stressful, but super fun to see. Yeah, I just want to try it. Yeah. And again, like 20 bucks a year. I mean, Well, and you can like, do a family plan, too. That's what I've been telling Sean. Yeah. I was like, he and I just need to split one because you can do a family plan for like 35 and then you split it two ways. Or well, you So, can, like, I actually talked to Adam about that, and Adam already has okay. the subscription. But if you and Sean do it, let me know. And yeah, because that's I, the thing. You you don't have to actually be a family. You can be yeah. d- d- boom, boom, boom. We yeah, you just get, let me know. And I'll be, if it's like, if we can cut it down like just the three of us paying yeah. five bucks six bucks yeah. a month nothing i'm down for that right yeah. yeah all right we're gonna do the wrap up now npd results came out for january unsurprisingly kingdom hearts 3 was the number one selling game in the u.s resident evil 2 of course was number two uh new super mario bros u deluxe was number three that's awesome sean and i are having a lot of fun uh playing through that check out mario mondays if you haven't already it, I some people hate on that series. I think it's just so much fun. Now, if I was playing with four people at one time and you had like a Nick Scarpino trying to screw people over as, <laughs> as Nabbit, then it wouldn't be very fun because he's just trying to kill everybody. Yeah. But the two of you working together like we do, whereas every once in a while somebody pisses the other one off and we throw him off a cliff or whatever, it's just it's so much fun. I know the art style is not the best, but I, I love new Super Mario U games. I mean, new Super Mario games, and it's so well done. Call of Duty was number four. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate was number five. Red Dead was number Number six, Ace Combat 7, Skies Unknown, was number seven. That's shocking. But PSVR, that game is made I think, for PSVR. I, mean, I think there's oh that. Gosh. And also, isn't there a big gap between six and seven? Oh, yeah. Like, maybe like freaking 10 years or something. So I it's think this is people are going to get back in that series. Yeah. Number eight was 2K19. Number nine was Mario Kart 8. Number 10, of course, Grand Theft Auto 5. It will. Which, by the way, um, I don't know. And Switch was number one console again, two months in a row. As far as like, I'm not promoting another YouTube channel. No, but, that's fine. But well, I mean, because it's it's not local, and I I don't know like if there's any controversy around him. Like as I watch the videos, I feel like there could be just because the way that he like talks. But I stumbled upon upon this uh, Bay Area Bugs YouTube channel. Yeah, I don't know how I found it. But YouTube it's, is a it's a rabbit. It's hole. a dark hole. But it is. But he's got this mass. I mean, he's got a massive following. He's got over a million subscribers. Wow. Okay. But it's him and a buddy playing GTA Online, uh, PC, and they do like role playing stuff. And I think there's like different servers for different role playing stuff. And uh, it's funny. They I've, they teeter the line of kind of any 
inappropriateness, at least as far as like, not language, but yeah. things that may may or may not fly. So like I'm like, is this funny? Is this not like? Is, I'm, I'm like, there's you an don't internal. Know if I should be laughing. Yeah, or not. yeah. Because they do some funny stuff, but then they they do like they use some. They don't use any racial slurs. I should yeah. let me go ahead and put that out there. But they do use some words out like I'm not utterly comfortable with. Yeah. But um, it seems funny. So like it's so funny like to see GTA Five on that list because I've been watching a little bit of their YouTube videos. Like so guys like that are probably one of these reasons why and then they keep updating the servers right oh yeah and they're just adding more stuff and adding well, more and stuff like and this month they stuff. were giving every weekend you logged in you got two hundred fifty thousand dollars. yeah and so like free gta money it's so like i they mean just keep people coming back it's yeah it's, oh, it's crazy it's so much fun has there been a game that has done that as far as like how old is that game uh 2013 so five and a half years at this so point. is there any game that like has continued that progression and that much revenue stream no for just like a regular online mode it's either like i mean they still have servers open for some I mean, Fortnite will be that eventually right? yeah but like as an online game that i mean it base at this point it kind of is an mmo but it's outside of like wow and stuff like that there's been nothing yeah. other than just normal well, because, but wow has different releases oh yeah that's true you know over its Whereas time this is just yeah you it's buy gta, GTA f- you get it yeah you can spend money if you want you can grind you don't do whatever you want to do like I, I actually got back into gta online a couple times this these past few weekends because the, they were doing this free money giveaway and now they've added like space rifles and stuff like now i've got a, a rifle that shoots lasers and it's so much fun and it's like i can't afford to buy any of the cars anymore because the the they just keep getting so expensive and i love the cars i have so i don't care um but it's still just fun to go in there and like, oh, you shot me? Okay, here we go. Like, that's the one online shooter I've been able to hold my own at, and that's because it's not first person, I think. Right. And it's just, everything is auto-aim. I would never turn that off because it's just, I'm, I'm not MLG. But it's like, it's just so much fun. It's it's a, it's a still, the, the cover shooting mechanics are better than any other GTA game before that. It just feels right, and it's so much fun. And yeah, Sean and I may—I don't know—tune in Saturday. We might, we might hang out with y'all on twitchtv player underscore co-op. Vita production is ending soon. Sony said on their website, "This is very heartbreaking for me." Uh, just as a note, PS3 officially ended two months after a similar notice was released in 2017. That's really sad, but it's been dying a slow death ever since it came out. Yeah. Uh, Yacht Club Games announced that the King of Cards and Shovel Knight Showdown releases have been delayed for, quote, several months. The Amiibo have also been delayed at this point as well. I love Shovel Knight. It's probably like a top 20 all-time game for me, maybe 25. Like, it's just so perfect, but I love Shovel Knight. Yeah. The Plague Knight campaign is horrible. Didn't feel like it at all. I loved the Spectre Knight campaign, actually. I beat that probably six months after it came out. I finally went back and played it, and I loved it. I don't know that I want to play as King Knight. I don't know that I want to play a knockoff of Smash Brothers as Shovel Knight characters. I'm sure it's fun. It'll make for a good Let's Play when it finally comes out. But, like, finish the freaking game and put out <laughs> Shovel Knight 2. God, I hope they've they've made so much money off this game. I've got to believe they've had at least part of their team working on whatever comes next, which I hope it's Shovel Knight 2. But they hinted on Twitter, like, a year ago, what if it's not? They actually tweeted me back. And they're like, well, what if it's not Shovel Knight 2? And I was like... I'd be very that sad, but you guys are awesome, yeah. and you, was, uh, you know how to make games, so I'll probably buy it. Was Shovel Knight one of the chapters in the Schreier book? Oh, God. It's been so long since I read that. Yeah. I, I feel like it was, but I can't remember. 
I can't remember, but I might be getting that confused with my boss fight book, so I'm not sure. Okay. Did you play Shovel Knight? I played a little bit of it. I, I, I uh, Adam probably put more time in it than I did because he had he played on the Vita. Is that where you played it, the Vita? I played both. I played PS4. I beat it on PS4 before I got my Vita, but then when I got the Vita, it kind of breathed a second life into yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they've got cross save and everything, so I can upload my save, download it at my Vita, play it at work. Yeah, I, I played a, a portion of it on Adam's Vita, just you know, hanging out the house or whatever. But he played a lot more of it than I did. So yeah, like all those names you said was I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who that is. No, but it's I know I, who Shovel Knight is, and that's about it. They make amazing games. I'm so excited to see what's next. But man, I wish they could just get to what's next. Yeah. Uh, Resident Evil 0, 1, and 4, that's random, are coming to the Switch on May random. 21st. Uh, are, I they never, gonna be, are they going to look the same? They're, so it's the it's the Resident Evil 1 remake that came out on GameCube. It's Resident Evil 0 that came out on GameCube. And then it's probably, I would guess, the basically equivalent to the PS4 version of Resident Evil 4 that came okay. out. But that also came out on, that was also remastered on PS3. So either one, I mean, it doesn't look really much better on PS4 because you're still talking about a 13, 14 year old game yeah. that they just up a little bit. Um, but they're coming out on Switch May right, 21st. There you go. Those games don't really speak to me as being like portable games. Those are ones I want to sit in front of the TV and get immersed and everything, which obviously you can do it with your Switch. But I mean, if you wanted to play these games, you've probably already yeah, yeah, played them. Yeah, and you've played them, them somewhere. Uh, the next little note here I have is we don't really know what this is, but Google is up to something. They've sent out invites during GDC. Maybe they're finally going to take the, the 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 tarp off of the Project Cloud thing they're doing. That's what it has to be. Is it going to be a console or something? I don't know because all the tests they've done have just been browser-based, and that's kind of what I think this will end up being. But if, if they're doing an event during GDC week, it's obviously gaming-related, and yeah. it's got to be related to their Project Cloud GC's, stuff. GDC's uh, not next week, but the third? I think it's like the second week of March. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that, you know, with the, with Google getting involved, I mean, like, and I don't want to take credit away from people who've had this idea, but, uh, you know, the people with uh, kind of funny Greg Miller and, and Tim Geddes talking about, like, what if it's just a software program on the Fire Stick? Yep. And the software program, and it might be, it has to be, a, it might have to be a new Fire Stick, but it's just a software program just much like you run your Netflix, much like you run Yeah, Hulu. it's just an app or something. It's just an yeah. app that you can plug into the TV, you have got a Bluetooth controller and yep. you can just start streaming games. But I mean, at that, at that level, what games are we talking about? I mean, they did Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Um, so are they all just third party games? Will there be any, you know, I think it will be fun to when we see if that's all what it is, like a Google exclusive game, mm-hmm. like and who that developer is right. with what publisher, you know, is, would it be, you know, EA, who's the first one to jump on that, or would it be, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I mean, most of the good companies are now bought by either Sony or Microsoft at this point. So, yeah. you know, who's left to make a, is it Atari? I don't know. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's... They're, whatever. Oh, my God. That thing's <laughs> still that coming box? out this no, year, yeah. isn't it? No, the Atari no. box that nobody wants? No. I don't know. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, like, what is this? Also, what type of streaming services? I mean, could I go on there and start playing? And like, what controller is it? A Google-made yep. controller? Is it a Pro controller from Nintendo? Does it matter? I mean, is it just like a any controller that has a Bluetooth setting to it? Um, and and then, even I, I guarantee, if they 
if it's not compatible with other ones, whatever, if they do come Someone out with make something, 8-Bit Doe will do yeah. an adapter for it. Like yeah. 8-Bit Doe putting out an adapter for the PlayStation Classic. You can right. use your DualShock forwards. So you yeah. don't have to play with the cord. I mean, it's longer than the NES Classic. So, and then, and then stuff, like, what games, quote, unquote, launch with this software app that's on your Fire Stick? Yeah. You know, obviously, I, sh- I would assume one of them would be Assassin's Creed Odyssey, yeah. but, you know, will it be a... Call of Duty will it be a see those are the ones that I still wonder with this whole streaming thing which obviously eventually we're all going to get to just streaming games that's obviously the future but we got to build out our 5G network we got to get it's not even the speeds that we need it's more the latency like you have to get almost no latency that's what 5G is going to bring my job is in mobile phones I knew all about that mobile phones is not just all that 5G is it's going to be your actual internet eventually and there's going to be you're basically you're going to be just living in Wi-Fi. It's going yeah. to be because they're going to put it up on light posts and everything. Obviously, that's going to that's probably 15 years down the road before that's actually built out. And we have the infrastructure for it. So games like Assassin's Creed Odyssey and like Horizon and Zelda, where you don't have it's not like Twitch based shooters and stuff. Yeah. I can't imagine streaming a Call of Duty or a Fortnite or PUBG or Apex or any of these games where it's like if you hesitate. You're dead. Right. And if that guy's playing with no lag and no latency and you have a little bit more latency, it's over. that's win-loss right, right there. So, right. I don't know. It's definitely going to be excited. Come back to two-player co-op for more news in a few weeks. Uh, there's a rumor going around that Scalebound is being resurrected on the Switch. I just included it in the wrap-up because that's really all we know. Some people are disputing it. Some people are saying it's real. So, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't. I, Some people were super stoked about it. When I saw Scalebound, I was like, that does not look like Yeah, it's just game. one of those games that don't really speak to me. Yeah. I think that maybe did for Adam. I can't, because I mean, I don't know what, what level does it compare to like Dragon Age and stuff like that. And Adam really loved those games. So I don't yeah. know if it's like an equal to or, you know, whatever. So maybe Adam enjoyed it and he was, ups- was going to enjoy it and he was upset about its cancellation a couple of years back and now he's, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I had nothing to say about it. People on internet, on internet, on people internet. on the interwebs were, some people were super stoked yeah. about this. Yeah. So sure. good. We'll, we'll see. Them. We'll see. And the last note here, this just broke, I don't even remember, I think yesterday. Uh, Nibel on Twitter, <laughs> Twitter, on Twitter <laughs> tweeted that he was hearing from sources that okay, yeah. Assassin's Creed was skipping this year and Watch Dogs 3 was well, we coming knew, out. We knew Assassin's Creed was skipping this year. Has that ever been confirmed? Yes, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's been confirmed by Ubisoft. That okay. they, they were skipping this year because they were adding DLC for Odyssey. Up for to, the whole year, basically. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, maybe. Because they're about to do the third episode, the third yeah. episode of the most recent DLC, which okay. you can find reviews for Melody Click on nerd91.com. and then they were planning on. I think you're right. I think they were planning on continuing something as far as DLC and updates or whatever through 2019. Yeah, for Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. you're right. So. After Nibel tweeted this, Schreier was like, I wouldn't count on that. Because they were saying it, it's skipping this year. Watch Dogs 3 is coming out. The next Assassin's Creed is going to be in next Italy, year. I think. And it's going to be called oh, okay, Legion yeah, yeah, or something yeah. like that. And there'll be descendants of of, of Cassandra and, and uh, Cassius. Is that his name? That was the, main, the other main character. Alexius? Alexios. Thank you. Where did Cassius? I don't know where that thought. Oof. All these Greek names. <laughs> um but anyway, Schreier said, no, nah, it doesn't look like that. And then he responded to somebody else and said, no, I just meant the Assassin's Creed stuff doesn't isn't right. Yeah, and someone said, like, all of it. And he said, no, just the Assassin's Creed stuff. And then he replied back with a flag of London. Cause, yeah. And so the, the details are 
Uh, Watch Dogs 3 will be set in London, which if you played Watch Dogs 2, you've known that forever because there was there was something, there was coordinates in the game that pointed to London. It's like, obviously, that's where the next game's going to go. The focus will be on smaller firearms and knives for combat with a larger emphasis on hacking. I feel like they kind of already did that in 2, whereas 1 didn't live up to the promise. 2 did. I freaking love 2. That was yeah. one of my favorite games you in 2016. That, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I freaking loved that game. Uh, there will be a new character, just like they did a new character yep. in 2. You'll be able to choose to be male or female like in far cry 5 but it will be the same story i hope this is true this was going to be an e3 prediction for me that it was going to happen this year but like all Ubisoft still be. games they get late <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it still could so be uh, a prediction yeah, if it's not official it. by then it will be one of my predictions yeah. and that'll be yeah. an easy point that's cool me. i i didn't play any of watchdog one um i did play watchdogs two and i enjoyed my time with it i think i just fell off to as it, uh, it really was for me, I wasn't much into it as you were. It was for me. It was just a bridge to the next game. Yeah, which and which was fine for me. It was the first one. It again. It, I'm not the first one to make this comparison, but it's like a lot of people have said with Assassin's Creed that one was like a proof of concept. Two, they showed what they can actually do. Right now, the only problem with that is Assassin's Creed no, 3, Three sucked. Yeah. So please, Watch Dogs Three don't suck. But I'm I'm so stoked for this. I really hope it's real, and I I think it is. I thought we were going to get it last year because I thought they were going to go. I thought they were going to take a Assassin's Creed uh, Origins. Origins, take a year off, do Watch Dogs, and then do Odyssey this year, and then alternate them every year. Yeah. Which I think eventually that's what they might get to. The problem is, Watch Dogs Two didn't sell great. The first one did. Then everybody realized they kind of got duped. It was not what they were promised. Yeah. So Watchdog Two sales tanked, but the game was critically great. So, yeah, I enjoyed my time with it. We'll see. Well, now we're at that part of the podcast where I don't sing, and I'm not going to do it until Sean comes back. But Nick, did you know that it's time for the Did You Know section of the I podcast? Did. What's one of your favorite game series, Nick? That you're super excited for the next game that's coming out here in about six weeks. Mortal Kombat. Did you know that the name Mortal Kombat took about six months for them to finalize when they made the first game? As far as like trying to just decide on the they name? They couldn't come up with a name for the yeah, game. Yeah, I, I, I want to say, do you have the they thought with some of the names on there? I'm trying to remember one, and I don't, I don't even know if Mortal or Kombat was in the title. So it says here, Mortal Kombat did not have a name for more than half of its development. They, they made the game in like 11 months, I mm-hmm. think it was. Every suggestion for a title was allegedly detested by at least one of the four designers, Boone, Tobias, artist Joan Vogel, and sound designer Dan Fortin. Names that didn't make the cut included Kumite. I feel like they would have got sued by Bloodsport for that. <laughs> Dragon Attack, Death Blow. I think, so I think it was Kumite is what I've only known the name to be because the game was inspired by Bloodsport. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And the other name was Fatality. Oh, no. That would have been bad. That's a bad title. So the actual name was, uh, it, it came, it was come up. What the hell am I trying to say? Came up? Came up with by, well, that's not what I'm trying to say. I've been talking too much. An outsider, I'll just write down, I'll just read what I wrote <laughs> down. An outsider, in pinball and game designer Steve Ritchie, a friend of Boone's, came up with the name Mortal Kombat on a whim upon catching glance of a misspelled combat on the ladder's drawing board during a visit to the office. So just some random guys, the guy is oh, the name that came up Mortal with Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Combat, that's cool. You spelled it with a K, that's weird. 
Well, there are humans fighting. What about Mortal Kombat? Yeah. And then you've got one of the best movie songs in history. And, Mortal Kombat. And the best fighting game series of all time. We'll save that. We we could do versus podcasts now. That would be fun. We did the versus Let's Plays and ratings sure, and sure, stuff. We yeah. could do versus podcasts. Yeah. That, that's been done before, but I mean, whatever. Everything's been done. Yeah, I'm super excited for Mortal Kombat. I mean, as... I mean, someone who put in over 300 hours to Injustice 2, just, and I'm clearly a bigger fan of Mortal Kombat's yeah. lore than I am Injustice 2 lore because it's only two games. Yeah. But, yeah, just, uh, oh, God. I'm creeping up near 400 for GTA unlo- for GTA 5 and online now that I got back into it a little bit. So 400 I'm hours? Right there with you. Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Because So I beat it single player on PS3, single player on PS4. Oh, and Played a bunch of over. online on 3, and then played a bunch yeah. even more online on 4. Uh, well, I, I was joking with yeah. Adam the other day, and I, not like Ad Boone's going to see this video or anything, maybe, maybe. But I was joking the other day. I was like, at what level can I be like, hey, Ed Boone? Like, I know like a lot of professional, probably like, you know, Evo guys put in over 300 hours of that game. Um, but I'm not professional, and also is also <laughs> all single player stuff. So <laughs> you want to hand your boy a review copy? You should. I mean. I, I haven't like, had not, much luck reaching out for review yeah. copies, but I always say try. I feel like I. <sighs> well, I think the problem is like reaching too high. Yeah. You got to start like here in the bottom. Well, but the thing is, so like, so Colin was saying on his last podcast that there are certain developers that just flat out don't want to work with him because he's Colin. And what proved that to him was he was reaching out, trying to get copies of, uh, was it Metro? It was Metro because he had played through the first two games to get ready for Metro Exodus to come out. Metro, I don't care about it at all. But they just said, "Oh, sorry, review codes are tight. We just we don't have any to spare." But then he finds out that like some YouTube channels with like 500 subscribers were getting review copies of it. So that's just for me to say, don't ever think you're shooting. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, and I, and I'm I, especially when you're the big thing is having a website, which you have a website, yeah. which we'll get to here in a minute. Like for us, it's always tough because it's like, what's your website? YouTube.com slash right, player, right. Co-op, no you know, home and base. it's like, yeah, yeah, it's tough to to yeah. to get those unless it's a really small. Yeah, game. I mean, and then, but like I was like, well, the selling point is so like I played Injustice Two, just tower after tower after for over three hundred hours. Yeah, I didn't play. I probably like dabbled into the online to like maybe grab a trophy or two, which I didn't get, and then but then went like just. Grinded, grinded, grinded for. I mean, I probably spent like at least fifty hours alone to get a Batman cow. I'm okay with to that. match the rest of the Batman suit. Then that cow sucked, and I was so upset. But that's just how it was. I mean, it was yeah. just grinding it out to try and get the little uh, mother boxes, and then everything else. So it was just like, <sighs> yeah, I put over three hundred hours, probably close to like three hundred fifty hours, into just on to the single playing. And and it to the to the point where eventually like there was I had three people who I felt like I'm not on evil level whatsoever, but I could probably like walk into a like wreck room and like and just wreck. Yeah, <laughs> wreck. Yeah. Um, so said, I'm gonna now I'm gonna do that with Mortal Kombat because it's essentially yeah. Injustice Two with one of my favorite gaming series yep. of all time. You said Mother Boxes, and I thought of Justice League, and that made me really depressed. It should. It should. God, that movie. Oh, Batman, they just completely killed his character. All right, that's fine. (laughs) Save us, Matt Reeves. You're our only hope. Uh, That is it for episode 126 of the two-player co-op podcast. Thank you guys so much. I almost think I almost said Bobcat. 
two player co-op it's podcast like, thank you guys so much for being here and for hanging in um obviously you can find us on twitter i'm at kevin white 24 he's at nerd 901 nick mm-hmm. but you can also find us at this fancy website named nerd901.com nick why don't you tell us about it yeah uh if so if you've caught me on the past before mostly the uh kind of the wrestling vi- the wrestling videos with the prediction shows we do here our our motto has changed i think over the past couple of years where we went from a wanting to be a source of content to a source of kind of just helping discover local nerds i guess you could say um and kind of ab and i we just we knew that we were nerds and we finally were adults and we can kind of live that life and we wanted to start finding other people like us and we knew the website was the best way to do it so it went from content to like i was saying just discovering more people and and getting them out in the forefront like you and sean like ernie um eric barlotta now melody clink and then just through that we've discovered more people like josh tucker who hosted our who is the uh yeah the host of our nerd 91 tournament and our extra live stream so we've come we've become evolved i guess you could say more from a content-based website to a kind of a support-based website now we do put out content i mean melody does video game exclusives or reviews exclusively for us uh we put up y'all's every most of uh, everything of your content everything of uh ernie's content because maybe someone didn't find your youtube channel or maybe someone didn't find ernie's youtube channel so we're just another outlet so we are content based but we're also support based is the kind of way so we we wanted to cultivate and flourish and nourish this kind of nerdy community in memphis because it's hard to find here because in the south it's more sports based and so it's hard to find nerds like ourselves so that's where we are now to where now we're I've taken a different leap into Twitch to where that's what I was going to say yeah to, uh you have if you have Amazon Prime you have Twitch Prime we've got so many local streamers like Josh Tucker like NSA Jose fan of the show Miss TNA who has got uh her Twitter name is Miss underscore TNA she currently has my monthly subscription for this month I did NSA Jose previous month and then Josh Tucker in December so I'm sticking to our word of finding these people and giving them the love and the, the attention they need. So I make sure that I give them the subscription monthly and then move on to the next person, but giving them a shout out and then yep. pop in their chat and just be like, Hey, you know, you might have 50 people in your chat, but I'm here to support just two. And we're always a helping hand. I love it. It's awesome. And it's, it's put those people on my radar too. Um, like I don't remember if NSA Jose found us first or we found him first. I don't remember who found who first, but it's like that helped put him on my radar. And, and like you're saying with this month's subscription and stuff, it's cool. Cause I didn't even know, like you said, it's tough. You, you think well, the market is so saturated. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So like people who watch this, who are local, I, I challenge you that if I gave you have Amazon prime, you have Twitch prime and you've got five bucks sitting there that can go to a local streamer. Yep. Uh, Someone who I know watches the show quite often, James Solar. You know, you've got, uh, I think he lives in Texas. Mm-hmm. So you've got a local streamer in Texas that could probably use a sub. And if you're not subbing it to him, then maybe consider subbing it to someone here in Memphis or, you know, people like, um, you know, Kotaku streams and, and kind of funny streams on Twitch and stuff like that. And, then Andy. They, and, they, and they deserve your money too, but they 
got countless of accounts that yeah. will give it to them. So find a local streamer and, and continue to help build your community of video game fans. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I'm part of the family and you guys continue. To well, do we're glad work. you're part of the family too. Uh, obviously if you're watching this, you should be at, like I said earlier, youtube.com slash two player co-op or nerd901.com. But either way, make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit the bell. So you get notified every time we post a video every week here at youtube.com slash two player co-op. We are also around audio services around the globe, like Apple podcasts. Uh, let me look here. Cause there's so many Google, Google <laughs> SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and other audio services around the world. This has been a lot of fun. I told you this was going to be a good one. It's always good. Appreciate it. Thanks um, for having me. Yeah, thanks for helping it. out. It's uh, I miss you, Sean. But I have <laughs> had a lot of fun doing this with you this week and with Logan last week. It's just it's 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 been fun. Yeah, and it was scary as hell to do this by myself a few weeks ago. But I you just started it. talking, and that yeah. ended up being a lot of fun too. Uh, but yeah, that's it for episode 126. Come on back next week for episode 127. But until that time, Nick, take us out. Thank you for playing. Perfect. He caught it. Perfect. I'll CGI. See you later. <laughs>